seven o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer-to-computer contact. That is an easiest idea. Only macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Performing today's star-spangled banner, please welcome 96-year-old World War II veteran, Pete Dupre. about that ladies and gentlemen a 96 year old uh, world war ii veteran pete dupree uh play, performing the national anthem at uh, the what was it the um u.s women's national soccer team in new jersey yesterday um and pretty stirring stuff pretty stirring performance so uh, uh, what did you think of that rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington D.C.? Uh, the well, as the rest, as the resident of the girl on the show, I am all teared up. <laughs> I cried when I first heard it. When I first heard it earlier today, it was I, beautiful. It was. It was absolutely beautiful. And of course, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Um, so, what Veterans Day is all about? 
Memorial uh, Day. Memorial Day. I'm sorry. I'm an idiot. Memorial Day. It's fine. It's fine. All I can say is is that it was great to hear him making sounds with air, unlike <laughs> unlike the sounds we hear from the White House. Uh, <laughs> air. Well, that's 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 a that's a wet a wet kind of air that wet we hear out of the White House. You know. Uh, so just so everybody knows, uh, we're having thunderstorms here right now, and boy, am I glad uh, I mowed yesterday. Um, uh, but uh, you know, because it's gonna rain here for a while, and poor Susan oh, just, uh, was hoping to get, do dragon boat practice today. Uh, <laughs> from, I don't think it's gonna happen. <laughs> we just got out of the basement. Oh, I almost didn't make the show tonight. What? What? what you got tornadoes out there? Five tornadoes, one oh my went God. within six miles of my house and went right to the city of Scranton. How um, do you know, did it hit Scranton, Joe? Um, they, they didn't see, the rotation already knocked down houses, oh. uh, but it was in a, a town just west of me, six miles mm-hmm. west. And uh, it went just about three miles south of me, hit... But I don't know if it stayed on the ground all the way into the city. I'm okay. waiting here. We just got out of the basement oh. right before the show. Okay. Yeah, we yeah were, that was did, that was actually us on Thursday. The, yeah, we I had just dragged Thurs- dogs downstairs and everything. Yeah. Yeah, that was exactly, Joe. Thursday, so things got really dark here. I was mm. talking with Bob on our, you know, chat, and he's like, "We'll get ready to go in the basement." I'm and just I gonna said, give it. I'm gonna give Dogs everybody. The, in there. I'm gonna give everybody the heads up right now because I just heard a static crackle on my headphones right before a big okay. th- thunder rumble. <laughs> um, we might potentially lose power tonight. So yeah, that's what I thought too. So, uh, so we have 1,500 people are without power around mm-hmm. our house, but we are okay yet. And we have well, a generator. Yeah, so. we don't. We, the worst thing we had here today, outside of you know thunderstorms, are nothing for us. We lose power; it comes back. Um, but uh, tornadoes, if, tornadoes, uh, tornado, I, no, tornadoes. Give me a tornado bad. over her. Give me a hurricane well, over a yeah. tornado. Yeah, that's, the but the that's um, where I am. The worst thing we had today, though, was uh, the it was kind of surreal. I was in the mall getting ready to in Tower City Mall, getting ready to go um, down to the RTA. Uh, and all of a sudden, I heard the emergency alert on everybody's phone in the mall, <laughs> and everybody's looking. And there, we had flash flood warnings uh, in southern Cuyahoga and other neighboring counties. Um, Heather said she sent me a um, uh, she sent me a message on uh, on Twitter asking me if I was okay. I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't see that. I, yeah, Dayton's far enough away from us; it's not really uh, an issue. So. Um, yeah, I have a Facebook friend who was a block away from where those tornadoes hit. Yeah, he's he's okay. That uh, Dayton got slammed. Well, it, it, it was scary, and you know, today the aftermath. If you see the, you know, if you if you looked at the reports, it's crazy. I mean, it's it, you know, and oh, I I lived through a tornado when I was about thirteen years old. Uh, that that tore through. I don't know. Dad might know the year of it if he wants to put it in the chat room. I it was eighty three or eighty four, I think, maybe eighty five. So maybe I was like fourteen. I don't know. But there was there were tornadoes that tore through Columbiana County, and one went through the backyard of the trailer I happened to be 
hanging out with. Me and my uh, two buddies were like just out running around and throwing around a ball or something in the backyard. Yes, there were days when I threw around balls. Um, and um, and the and we uh, this isn't the smartest thing. We should have gotten in a ditch close by, but we didn't. We ended up actually running up a small hill to um uh it was i was at my friend steve's that was his mom's trailer and then we ran up the hill to scott the other guy we were we were with they were my two like best friends growing up we ran to scott's house and jumped in the basement up there because they had a pretty pretty decent fortified basement but still it was dumb because we ran up on the hill but it basically went down behind the the trail there was like a, a dump there's an old dump behind the trailer where steve lived it tore through there there was a, a girl that we went to school with whose house was devastated and her mother was in the shower when it happened she, she was okay but her house disappeared around her while she was in the shower oh my god yeah and she was like standing out in you know i don't know i mean all, by all reports she was standing out side naked and her house was just decimated so yeah 85 dad's yeah so i was 14 um 13 yeah i guess probably almost almost 14 i was probably just at the end of 13 because i think it might have been in may um but yeah so and then uh, as soon as it passed you know um scott's parents like you know I, i got on the horn and called called mom and dad and told them i was okay and i ran home from there because but safest, I mean, mom and dad's uh, dad's house that he lives in now is down in kind of the valley of uh, the village where uh, he lives. So that was that was okay. But yeah, it's scary shit. It's no joke. And um, well, here's the thing, and uh-huh. I'd like to know if Joe shares my experience with this, because Joe is from Scranton, and I'm from you know the Hudson Valley of New York. Uh, tornadoes used to be a rare thing. You know, that's what Barbara was saying as I was coming down here tonight. She goes, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah. She said, "When I was like, we were kids. If a tornado hit, it was like in the news for months. <laughs> you know. Yes. Mm-hmm. We get tornado warnings anymore every week. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's really it." It, it's really getting weird. I mean, and it, they're not just me, warnings. Really we get mm-hmm. we get touchdowns. Yes. Now we just had five touchdowns tonight, all yeah. around us, and one came within six miles of me. All right, and I've never had anything like this before. I mean, snowstorms where it was up to my neck, yeah, but this, no. Yeah, this, this is, is something. This is something I've noticed. I mean, I've been. I've yes. shared it on the show before. Absolutely. I've been in a freak tornado mm-hmm. in Saranac Lake in in like the, the like 1990. It was a freak tornado. Freak. And then when I lived in Atlanta, there was a tornado. Not as freaky because it's you know in the south, but it was still kind of freaky because it was in a major city. Mm-hmm. But since I've moved to like Virginia and now here I am in in Maryland. This is getting crazy. It is. Like you well, said, Rain, it was always a freak thing. Now it's yeah, a common thing. It, it seems like here we go again. Well, and the I, uh, 
well, uh, just real quick on the on the tornado from '85. Uh, that cat confirms the Niles one was in '85 too, May 31st. So what? Almost 34 years to the date uh, is when we had those tearing through. Um, you know, down in the the Tri County area, uh, uh, and um, and you know the freakiest part about it is when I was running up the hill. The, the the some of the roads in our neck of the woods were, were notoriously like just kind of patchwork paved and had tar slapped on them here and there. You know, the, it wasn't like they were real nice roads. You know, and and they're on the hill running up to my friend Scott's house. There there was like a slick patch of you know tar. You know, I mean it, tar that had been there for a while, but it was smooth from everybody driving over it and the dirt getting packed into it. And, and I was running up, and it, was, it had just rained, so I slipped on that patch of tar, and I turned around, and I saw the tornado. And and oh, when people wow. say it's when people say it sounds like a locomotive, they're not kidding. It, it's a no. it sounds like an unearthly locomotive. Um, yeah, like you're underneath it. Right? Yeah, yeah, like it's, it's right exactly. There. It's it sounds yes. like a locomotive, but it doesn't sound like how you would typically where you would hear one coming from. And and you could see and, and I saw the the thing spinning, you know, and and I saw glints of things, you know, like you know glints of metal or siding or whatever. Uh, but yeah, and you know, I, I got up real fast <laughs> and continued running. So, um, but yeah, it's it's scary, scary. Yeah, Cat says she was uh, uh, she was on a baseball field uh, when they tw- passed Twinsburg. And uh, she saw the rotation in the clouds before they pulled pulled them off the field. Oh, there we go. What do I have now? Uh, emergency alert! Flash flood in this area until uh, eleven fifteen p.m. You hear that, everybody? Fun. Well, this is so. gonna be turn up the night. Emergency weather edition. Yeah, the emergency alert uh, edition. And now Susan's yeah, right, I- Susan's right down by the frickin' Cuyahoga River. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I'm sure she's smart enough to get out. If she needs yeah, to. they probably went to Merwin's Wharf to get tacos. I think it's Taco Tuesday or something. But I, I, I to me, tornadoes. Give me, give me a hurricane. Not that I want any bad weather, but give me a hurricane. Yeah, being I, on the East Coast, I can I plan don't know. for them. Yeah, I can plan for them. You know, you can you tornadoes to and I'm only speaking for myself. It's just tornadoes is one of those things where oh it just it's four o'clock and now it looks like it's 8 30 at night and the sky is green this yeah. is not good yeah it's it's kind of like you know i, I mean i don't want to compare because i know miles and michelle have gone through some real hellish conditions with hurricanes and stuff but to me it's it's almost like a hurricane is a battering ram but a tornado is a chainsaw yeah, that's you know? a really good way to put it. Actually, that so is a really good way. To put it's it. like a, a chainsaw with a mind of its own. You know, uh, a, a hurricane. It, it's like, you know, it, it's not such a concentrated point when it hits landfall. You know. Yeah, so, I think the battery. I, that's why I'm saying for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, it is and a Michelle. Michelle says our hurricanes have tornadoes with them. Oh, joy! Oh, yes. Is, that is true, because, you know, global warming's a hoax. Yeah. Well, I want to play... So there's a lot of rotation in, in, a, in, a, in a hurricane. Yeah. And it's rotation mm-hmm. that causes the, the tornado. You know, yeah. I mean, incidentally, Scranton was spared. A wall cloud moved over mm-hmm. the city 
but no rotation dropped from it. But yeah. th- there's something else to be said about hurricanes have become more intense, the same way that a lot of these thunderstorm systems have become more intense, and yep. they produce tornadoes. And it, it's, it's just, it's, it's all really rather unnerving. Yeah. I'll tell you what, I, I got hit by lightning, as I told you before. Oh, my God. And yes, he did. Yeah, I told you that story. I don't remember that. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, I've been hit by lightning. So you do live in the electric city. You don't think I got this way all by myself. I wasn't born this way. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a a friend of mine's, my friend's uncle got killed right next to us and burned alive. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I I don't think you ever told me this on the show. I didn't hear about burned alive. I do remember you telling that story, Joe. Oh yeah, he got. Yeah, there were there were like uh, let's see, one, two, three, four of us standing around a little tree. We were watching a, a Missy softball game, and um, two of the girls on the field got hit, um, and their hearts stopped. Luckily, they were they were revived. Uh, then it bounced across the field and hit the tree we were standing next to. It was a little tree about four feet high, and um, me and my friend and his two uncles were with us. His one uncle, all that was left were his shoes, smoking. Oh, my God. Jesus yeah. That part Christ. I don't remember. Yep. And his other uncle was burned from the hips down. He was in intensive care for months. I I can imagine. And we he drove us there to this game because we were like 12, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we were looking for his keys, uh, uh, and we found them on the porch across the street. Jesus Christ! Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. It was. And the only reason we were saved was because the uncle that got killed had just bought a new Thunderbird. Oh my <laughs> and, God! You know, being being thirteen year olds, and he lived across the street. So thirteen year olds, you know, let's go see the T Bird. And I was going, nah, let's watch the game. And my friend says, come on, I want to go see what's T Bird. So. We just turned and took like about four steps away. Yeah. And it felt like somebody really punched me in the back of the head. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, it was like, what the fuck? What's wrong with you people? And then, then I heard, you know, then I, I remember hearing an explosion. And I thought, well, don't tell me somebody dropped an M80 behind me, which wouldn't be unusual when I was 14. Yeah. But the next thing I remember is an EMT over me saying, are you okay? Because we have people on the field to take care of. And I said, yeah. And that was it. That is yeah, horrible, Joe. Is... I, 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 oh, I think yeah. if you mentioned it, you just mentioned it in passing because I, I, I would have remembered all that. That part, right. Joe never mentioned that part to us, Ken. He did. Oh, he, the, you had mentioned that the lightning story, but not this story. Oh yeah! Wow. His, 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 the uncle that drove us there was like burned from his hips down. His legs were burnt. He was in, like I said, intensive care in the hospital for months and months. We visited him a lot, and um, but his other uncle killed instantly. I, I'll never forget why his shoes were where he was standing, smoking, and he was. We were sort of like an, the, the the field was like sunken. He was down the embankment, face down. We. We just saw his body there. Oh my god! But his shoes were right, 
right where he was. It was absolutely an amazing. And then the two of us get home, and both our pair, pair my mother and his mother, want us to go to the doctor. And we're the like, why? We're okay. Huh. <laughs> no. I always glow at dark, glow at night. We always glow like this. Yeah, you know. Wow. We, we just like it was nuts. Yeah. Well, but I'm still afraid of tornadoes more than lightning. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I definitely. Um, but it, here, let me play you some audio. This is um, from um, WKEF out of the um, Dayton area. Um, and the meteorologist, Jamie Simpson, um, had been checking their social media while they broke to report on these tornadoes. Uh, I was just checking social media. We have viewers complaining already. Just go back to the show. No, we're not going back to the show, folks. This is a dangerous situation, okay? It's nice, right? Think about this if this was your neighborhood. I'm sick and tired of people complaining about this. Our job here is to keep people safe, and that is what we're going to do. Some of you complain that this is all about my ego. Stop, okay? Just stop right now. It's not. I'm I'm done with you people. I really am. This is pathetic. Sit dangerous situation here. All right. I'm sorry I did that. I'm just it just don't really bothers me that sorry. we have people that don't care about other people's safety around here. That's just ridiculous. Or yeah. their own. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, or their I, own honestly. Well, and this just goes to show, you know, I mean. It, it, these are probably Republicans complaining about it because they're like, oh, I have a good idea. Let a reality TV star run our nation and let me watch reality TV because that'll keep me safer against tornadoes and everybody else. So, I mean, truly, the you know, reality TV has, has made our culture so stupid that, you know, uh, seriously, The Bachelorette? You need to watch The Bachelorette? You can't watch that on a fucking rerun or set your TiVo or watch it on demand or, wa- or watch it on your tablet. Or, I mean, or, or watch anything. it from your hospital bed after the tornado flips you like four miles away. Yeah. yeah, seriously. I don't know if it's just Republicans or if it's people who are so enmeshed in watching their televisions that they think that they can stay up to date on things with, you know, like their tablets or their phones. And I personally think that's stupid. Just go back to the show. All, all reality shows. You know, just there's a reason yeah. why we have television, and it's not because of the Bachelorette, and it's not necessarily. I mean, the, you know, it's for it's for entertainment. But mm-hmm. I, I come from an older school of thought where television, in the end, if you have an emergency happening in your area or in your country, in your nation, this is where you go to find the news. Yeah. Kat says the only problem with WKEF is that that it's Sinclair. So you can always be guaranteed that Republicans were watching, demanding that their precious Bachelorette show be put back on. Amazing. Well, Just absolutely fucking amazing. You know, that, that meteorologist might have been... His paycheck might come from Sinclair, but his concern about people was yeah. not from Sinclair. It well, him. yeah. It, yeah, it's. I mean, I work for a large corporation, and and I don't reflect all the values of, of who I work for, you know. So, and who's to say? I mean, was he there before it was Sinclair? You know. Um, yeah. Well, you know, the same thing happens at every station, really. Like just before the show tonight, the re- I, I was, like I said, we were down in the basement because our local station cut away from all the programming. 
and they were following these storms, which yeah. they should have been. Which is good, right? Right, I mean, because they were telling us minute by minute which towns mm-hmm. better get into the basement. You know, sure. and as they got closer to our town, you know, we got into the basement. That's what they should be doing. Public safety. Who the fuck cares who gets a fucking rose on a made-up show that's scripted anyway? Yeah, and it's not real. They call it reality TV, and the the the, uh-huh. the, the least real thing about reality TV is that it's not real. Well, yeah. I, every time I type reality TV, I put reality in quotes. Um, yeah. it, it's TV, but it ain't real. And uh, right. you know, just, and and again, you know, it, it, the reality TV poisoned our nation and gave us Donald Trump because right. people saw him on that fucking show. And thought that, oh, well, that's the kind of guy I want running the country. He's smart. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's a poison. It's a poison on our culture. It absolutely is. It is. Um, absolutely. And, uh, but anyway, um, I'm, we're, we got to go to the break. Um, but, yeah, I, I uh, well, you know, another thing, too, like for all the people who didn't want to watch it, I was going to watch something else the other day. And I was flipping through the channels, and I came across, oh, God, there are three tornadoes, uh, you know. um, No, no, it was two. It was was two or three. I don't know. But there were, like, two tornado warnings, and Cleveland was, like, sandwiched between them. I think I put sent sent pictures to you guys or Miles and Michelle or somebody uh, because I was supposed to... Think I was supposed to run Adam's show or something. It was on a Saturday or something. I don't even remember what was going on, but it wasn't that long ago, and you looked at the screen and you know the the path of both the tornadoes are just like well it could go anywhere from where they were in in cleveland was right in the middle of them so i watched yeah, they're that like, they're uh, like I, rattlesnakes I, I, yeah i watched it um I, I watched it constantly until the threat was over and and i was happy that it was there for me so i knew whether or not i had to you know you know chase down my cats and scare them into the basement you know so fortunately, it's pretty easy to get the cats in the basement. <laughs> yeah, try to dra- drag three collies down the basement. <laughs> I don't wanna. No, <laughs> no they didn't wanna. No, they didn't wanna. Yeah. I went through that the other day, Joe. I, I was like, that. Earl, Duke, Roy, downstairs, and you know, let's go. What did we do like, wrong? And then I closed the door because I wasn't ready to go down, but mm-hmm. at least they were down there. Yeah, and then yeah. you know, it's like here it is, so dark, and I hear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, shut up! It's for your mm-hmm. own good. It is. It I is. love you so. Suffer. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, let's go ahead and uh, go to the um, go to the break. Um, and for all those people who would rather watch reality TV instead of. Uh, making sure you and your neighbors and everybody else are safe from tornadoes. Well, we have a song from Macaroni of Love and Outreach. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Let me guess. um, Yeah, you know it. Anyway, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Throw those middle fingers in the air, folks. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. So new and different, it won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com
say when you living with stress This is what you pray to get shit off your chest This is what you pray when people got you fed up This is what you pray when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you pray when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work this is what you need when you come up shorter Or at the drive-thru when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my food This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. Adam Hebert. On every episode of My Check Radio, me and my co-hosts are not only committed to telling you about the latest political news, but also about the latest nerd news as well. Whether it's the latest scientific discovery, the new season of anime, the ending of a cherished manga, or the latest in comics, television, or movies, my show is guaranteed to bring you something that will make your inner nerd go squee! So be sure to tune in to Mike Check Radio with Adam Hebert live every Saturday night, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern, only on Indie Media Weekly. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, I'm Rick 
Dave Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've worse. it's showtime. It is showtime, and welcome back to it. And of course, joining me as always, uh, Rain for Freedom's blog, Washington, D.C., uh, the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. Yeah, you know, something happened to me today. Yeah? It's the first it's the first time since I've lived here. Because I think I've told everybody that we're over the, um, you know, the air, the airway, I see Marine One mm-hmm. flying over all the time. And even if it's not Marine One, it's like there goes somebody from the administration going, mm. well, today, today is the first time in my life that I saw Air Force One fly over our house. It's the first time in my life I ever saw it in air. Wow. And it flew, it was flying really low. And um, yes, I flipped the bird. Yay! Yay. <laughs> so the macaroni song was uh, was appropriate uh, for you tonight. So uh, we'll give you an amen, amen. for that. Um, amen! And of course, uh, Jose and Torsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Ain't no party like a Scranton party because the Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> I got it. Finally got it. <laughs> Except for tornadoes. Uh, <laughs> fortunately, the, yeah. Fortunately, the tornadoes stopped. Um, but that, no joke here. There about the flash flood warning because I went out and I opened the front door and I looked at the street. And you know when it's when it's raining real real hard, real fast, all at once. And we're, our street is a little bit downhill. You know, it's like we're kind of at the bottom of a small hill where we live. Um, and the water is just running down in like, you know, two feet wide, three feet wide on each, each side of the street uh, oh, to the low wow. point. 
so yeah uh you know we we're our house is elevated so we don't i mean the only time our basement's ever flooded is when um hey yeah hello climate change global warming isn't real um one time when we had about two feet of snow and all of a sudden it warmed up like 30 degrees and it all melted all at once and our storm sewer backed up and uh we got about a foot of water in our basement so and we weren't home when it happened we just came home and said holy shit what are all these water lines afoot up on the wall uh <clears throat> so our poor wow. cats our poor cats <laughs> their litter boxes were pro- probably floating actually the litter boxes were in a different area of the of the basement as they usually are because you know it, it, it's not like it filled them they they raised up you know <laughs> because they were like little plastic boats um <clears throat> you know so I'm sorry, I'm kind of imagining them like the garbage barges in New York City in the yeah, 80s sit or 90s. Right back and you'll hear a tale of a tale <laughs> of a lit of a litter box. Um yeah, and uh, uh but anyway, let's talk about um uh, Memorial Day a little bit and what everybody did. Um I had a grilling success I would like to tell everybody about on my small charcoal grill as I I'm still shopping around, you know, I know obviously I'm not going to buy a grill now. I'll probably buy one in the fall before they, you know, when they all go on sale. Um, but I'm, I, I'm thinking about buying a gas grill. I've never owned one and I'm thinking about it. Uh, so maybe I'll have people make the case for gas grills on the show sometime soon. Uh, but, um, I, I have been trying to be the best boy possible and not consume any kind of beef or seafood, or turkey, or anything like that, or wild game. No, um, no, not too many processed meats, and uh, and I really was craving a burger. I was really, really craving a burger. So I got some ground chicken, and ground chicken notoriously will turn into a hockey puck in a matter of minutes if you aren't careful, because it's just ground up breast meat for the most part, unless you can, unless you request to have like the thighs or legs or something ground up. So we had this, uh, and I'm not a big chicken dark meat fan. I prefer, you know, uh, I like drumsticks, but I don't like thighs. Thighs are too greasy. Um, but, uh, but you know, the white meat I, I always go for. So I got this, uh, about racist. I got a pound uh, I'm a white chicken nationalist. Um, <laughs> uh, and I got this, uh, so I got this, this pound of, of ground chicken and I was like, yeah, I'll make chicken burgers. But then I was like, I got to put something in it to keep it from drying out. So what I did is the day, night before we grilled three nights in a row, every kind of chicken you can imagine. <laughs> I did wings. I did oh, chicken wow. hot dogs. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and I did chill, uh, Philly, uh, chicken fillies, um, uh, the, uh, on Sunday, yeah, Sunday. Cause I grilled the chicken burgers yesterday and I had all these vegetables left there. I don't know if anybody's seen them in your area, but I got them on a whim. I went to the grocery store to get mushrooms, uh, peppers and onions. And I found these, I think they're called Aloha sunrise peppers and they're this stripy red, yellow, orange type pepper. Have you seen those things? I've never. Never. They, they, I haven't. They have like uh, the striping on them. It, it's like um, it's up and down. It's you know, from from the base of the pepper to the stem, and it's mm-hmm. it's it's almost like it's this really cool. 
It almost looks like a, a wood grain on a guitar or something. It looks so cool, like a sunburst kind of thing. Um, but uh, but they're really cool. So I think they're called Aloha Sunrise. Some a, a Hawaiian word, sunrise. Uh, but I think it's Aloha. Um, and so I got some of those because they, they're 50 cents cheaper a pound than you know tricolor peppers so i was like all right i'll get four of these so i i got those and I basically what i did is is the night before i grilled the peppers onions and mushrooms for the chicken fillies and then i had i cut too many so i put them in and i was like i'll grill the rest of them tomorrow with the potatoes or whatever and then i was like no you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna get out my little chopper you know i could have put them in the food processor but i'd just rather use the little hand chopper fortunately susan did it for me you know what I'm talking about? Those little blades in the in the j jar. You know, you would just plunge down with your hand. Yeah, the guy who said you're gonna love my nuts. You're gonna love my nuts. Yeah, um, yeah. That. Uh, <laughs> so so Susan, you know, finally chopped those, and then I took all that, which was probably about one part or one and a half parts uh, chopped veggies to three parts ground chicken. Um, and I put it in a bowl and I mixed it up and I formed patties and I, and I seasoned it nice, you know, with whatever, just lots of savory seasonings. Um, uh, you know, use salt, pepper, white pepper, garlic powder, whatever you want. Uh, and then I formed the patties and I put them on a piece of, of foil with Pam on it and I stuck them in the freezer cause they were really slimy. They would have fallen right apart if I didn't, you know, freeze them. So I, I froze them, and then I just put them out on the grill on the foil, and then they they started to firm up, and I flipped them once on the foil, and then um, I and then once they were firm on both sides, I slid them, and my coals weren't real hot, so that you know it took a little longer than normal, uh, but then I slid them onto the grill, and uh, and they came out great, they came out fantastic. Um, I put a little bit of. I think I put a little bit of olive oil in them too. So, uh, you know, just to give them a little extra fat. Uh, but no, it was, it was really good. So I don't know. Well, it sounds delicious. It's it a health, healthy and I, option. I'm, and I'm looking at Aloha, what they call, Aloha sunset peppers. Yeah. Or sunrise. Really cool. Or is it Aloha these sunset say, or sunrise? These say sunset. Okay. Who knows? That's, they could yeah. have both. Maybe the sun rise, the rays go in a different direction. But yeah, but aren't they beautiful? This is a it's a colorful pepper. I never saw one like that. Yeah, put yeah. those on on a snack they make, plate. They show them like cut in half with like stuffing in them. You know, like you could you know bake them stuffed peppers. Mm -hmm. And they're really colorful. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Sunset, not sunrise. So. Yeah, um, I. Yeah, I've never seen them either. I think that's a new, a new hybrid. Yeah, they're very uh, nice but looking. Though. They tasted just the same as a red or yellow or orange pepper. I didn't, you know, they didn't have any kind of distinct flavor other than just being a nice sweet but pepper. You know, Kenny, it's all about presentation. Yes, it is. It is. I love presentation. And so this gives you a little color pop to your pepper. You know, and that's yeah, you could do that. You could do that on the grill too. You could make a, a, a like a meat and vegetable mixture, meat, mushrooms, onions, whatever, and uh, you know. Well, puts these look like they'd be lovely and, in a kebab. Yeah, that yeah. too. Well, they sure. show them in a kebab there. Oh, a, see, I, Aloha Port. They have Aloha 
pork skewers. Hello, kebab. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, and oh, kebab. Yes, but they're very colorful on a kebab, too. Yes. So anyway, that was one of my grilling successes that I thought I would share with everybody. I also did very. some r- really tasty. Uh, I, I like buying the bags of like baby Yukon and baby red potatoes and doing a mix. And uh, I just sliced up some onion and threw those in with some fun seasoning. I actually had like a carne asada seasoning that mm-hmm. I used on them. And so it was kind of nice, like a steak, a Mexican steak seasoning. So you would be you would be uh, a whiz with a gas grill. Wow! I love grilling. I you know I've I've done some pretty adventurous things on the grill before. The thing about a gas grill is to get the flavor bars greased up. Yeah. Once you once you use it a few times, you won't notice much of a difference. Mm. See, we we got rid of our gas grill. We went back to charcoal. Did you? Yeah, we did. I love my gas grill. I mean, I'm not knocking the grill, you know, I'm not knocking the gas grill, but we went back to the charcoal. Weber has some really sharp gas grills that I was looking at. So they're kind of almost, they almost have a little bit of a strange retro look to them. Yeah. You yeah, know, they have, they have, uh, Weber has some nice grills that they look like the charcoal grill, like the, but they're actually gas. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I have a, a Weber, and I'm I'm just about to renovate it. <laughs> I'm getting oh. new grill and a new uh, new flavor bars. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, new a new grill uh, yeah. inside. But um, yeah, they're you like them. I mean, especially once the flavor bars get really uh, used, it's like, like seasoning, like seasoned. seasoning a yeah. cast iron pan, right? Exactly yeah. what I was going to say. It's like a cast iron pan. My 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 aunt had this cast iron pan. She never washed, mm-hmm. and she always made because she'd do peppers and and in, in in olive oil and everything, and she'd do eggs. And and whenever you got an egg in that cast iron, pan, it had the flavor of everything she ever made. <laughs> it was great. That's awesome. And also, just wipe it with a cloth, mm-hmm. put it away. That's that's a little bit. We we do a little bit more cleaning than that, but we cook a lot of stuff in cast iron here. I just got one of those, one of those weird copper no stick pans, and I I love that thing. I have to try those out because most of the stuff is is the cast iron, and we have mm. like the non stick, the non stick stuff. But I I love the cast iron because you can just let the heat go, mm-hmm. and it just gets in there and just. And then the the other thing that I love to cook in is um, uh, it's. It's like a Dutch oven, with the porcelain, but it's more of a mm-hmm. braising dish. Yeah, yeah. And oh my God, I can cook some fried chicken in that sucker like nobody's business. Well, there you go. Um, uh, you know, we have. I gotta. I gotta get it restored a little bit. Um, clean it. You know, soak it in some vinegar or something like that. Um, but I have an old, um, and I've never used it before. Uh, it's an old uh, cast iron kettle. With like the handle where you can hang it over the fire and everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it's like a cast iron Dutch oven. No, it's it doesn't have a lid. It's just like a, a kettle or a oh. cauldron. Okay. So it's like it's yeah. like don't, a don't use don't use vinegar. Don't you? Well, I've seen people use vinegar to to take rust off. Oh, if it's rusty, then okay. Yeah, it has it has rust. So I mean, I, I'm gonna clean it and then I'm gonna have to season it. You know. 
but um but yeah it's it's i mean it's a big restore job uh i've been watching videos on uh youtube so i'm out then okay (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i love i love our our cast iron we have we have two of them that we use Mm -hmm. a lot one for one for we use them interchangeably i mean just uh, there are things it's like this is what because at a certain point when it comes to cast iron pans if it's seasoned the right way it's pretty much non-stick it's non-stick yeah and you can get it hotter than you know like the um anything really the non-stick pans that you know a lot of us have yeah right yeah i just and you don't get flakes of teflon in your food um, yes. So, and you can use a metal mm-hmm. spatula with it. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, Michelle. Yes. Michelle says, uh, "Love my cast iron. I only clean it with salt and water, heat, uh, and if I need to scrub, I have a chainmail scrubber. Look, at, yep. chainmail. Chainmail. That's I exciting. Have chainmail. I have. I have the silver scrubbers, but I think similar to what she's talking about. But she's right." Oh, if, if she says it's chain, them. if she says it's chainmail, she has chainmail. <laughs> so, <That's> probably right. <laughs> um, so, so that's awesome. Um, but uh, anyway, I want to. I want to. Uh, since we're talking about Memorial Day, well, we've been talking more about food. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we, we we were talking about things that. Well, I guess some things i did on memorial day with the chicken burgers and everything um we cooked we cooked buffalo burgers on sat on sunday oh Oh. yeah Mm. so you made buffalo sauce you 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 made buffalo sauce and then how did did you no buffalo oh oh i'm sorry actual straight actual buffalo buffalo meat i'm sorry i'm sorry no it's fine it's fine it's just i see i guess still got chicken on the brain because that's all i can eat Yeah, we did. We cooked up. We went. We went to. We have a local market here. We have a local mom's market, which is organic. And Bob and I are not organic, but it's literally easier to go there sometimes than yeah. to the grocery store. Like we can walk there. They probably and have so a better doing, variety of stuff. Yeah, doing the math, it's like, yeah, I'd rather have buffalo meat than going all the way to shoppers and driving and holy god. Get some E. coli so ground beef. Yeah, they just had just, a big. So we, they just had a big recall, by the way. Of what? Uh, uh, ground beef, I bl- I think. Ugh. Yeah, that was a, about yeah, a week ago. That's what we. That's what we cooked on Sunday. Nice. And so um, yeah, oh, I I'm I think I'm at the point where I just would rather have a buffalo burger. Mm-hmm. Because the meat tastes good. As opposed to, I, I just, uh, as of the past year or two, I, when I have a regular hamburger, it's sort of like, meh. I love ground beef. I love ground beef. I I, I, I was right. So Michelle glad. posted a picture of her chainmail scrubber. I said if she has chainmail, it's chainmail. Hey, sorry for doubting you. <laughs> no, no, it's a, you didn't. I'm just, no, it's, it's, uh, that's beautiful. Um, do you have a matching kitchen apron for that, Michelle? So <laughs> uh, she might need it for when Loki's in the kitchen. He, he sends shrapnel, from what I understand. He broke their their glass top uh, oven. So that looks like some of the armor from uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, don't get me started. Uh, so, so everything got burned. 
Uh, and the electoral college picked the king. How Dracar. high did you put the burner on? Uh, put it on, Dracarys. Dracarys. Dr- not that high. <laughs> You're going to burn medium. it. You're going to burn medium it all. Dracar- Is that medium or low Dracarys? Uh, <laughs> high Dracarys. <laughs> high <Dracarys. laughs> High karate. Uh, don't give me... Okay, here we go. We're starting on that again. Uh, all right, all right. I got to play something that happened... Last uh, Yesterday. Um, Trump was in Japan, by the way, sporting a very handsome, oh God, you got to see the pictures of him golfing. Oh my God. Mm. Um, the man needs a bra. It's official. Uh, it's, it's, it's bad. It's real bad. He made a sumo wrestler look diminutive when he was presenting with a trophy. He really Um, did. He did. Yeah. It was rough. It's He's got funny. I thought you said it as a joke. Yeah, no. But he really made a sumo wrestler look Svelte. slightly overweight. Svelte. <laughs> oh, Michelle says she doesn't have a chainmail uh, uh, apron yet, but I'm giving Miles some ideas. There we go. <laughs> um, and uh, but uh, yeah, yeah. Trump. I mean, it, the one thing is. You know, I, I'm a big dude, but my my gut kind of projects out. But he's getting wider. He's getting wider in a really bizarre way. Mm-hmm. And in the he's golf shirt, in the pants, uh, he's yeah, hip, hippie and thighy. And his hair, apparently, he didn't have all the product he needed when he was golfing because it's it's like I mean it it just looks like. Dust in the wind. <laughs> he, he left it on Air Force One. Yeah, really. So and the, the CBS in Tokyo. And I, I, apparently, he left his American history brain and decency on the airplane as well because he said this to. Uh, well, here I won't spoil the surprise. I'll wait until you you can hear uh, another voice on the audio to 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 figure out who he's wishing a happy Memorial Day to. Well, thank you very much, and I want to start by saying Happy Memorial Day. Happy Memorial Day. It's great day. Thank you very much. And yeah, he was telling Happy Memorial Day. They nuked two of our cities. Yeah, Happy Memorial Day to Japanese uh, military uh, yes. members. Who we nuked. <laughs> oh my god. And who also, by the way, bombed Pearl Harbor. Yeah. Yes. And uh, yeah. and committed a bunch of other atrocities too. If if you I mean they they were doing hey, Nazi stuff in China. Much. Well what was the what was that What president says happy Memorial Day? None that I know of. He is the first. But before we jump ahead of ourselves. What is happy, happy Memorial Day? Memorial Day. It's a solemn day set aside to remember our war dead. Yeah. Okay, it is not a day to be happy. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Yeah. I'm fine no. with people like us saying happy Memorial Day. I get it. I get it. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna chastise I've never a friend said- or a neighbor for that. But he he said- happens to be in the White House. You don't say happy, happy Memorial happy Day. Is a word I associated with Memorial Day. Yeah, right. it's it's I odd. Memorial Day. I always thought of a black crepe. 
You know, right? I I never I, I I know people grill and have parties and 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 all that stuff. You know, but basically, I, that's I, what I'm I'll, getting at. I'm fine with yeah. that. That's that was my main I always, point. I always I always associate a Memorial Day with something like Arlington Cemetery. Yeah, something that he has never, as the president, attended. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. To so, the best of my knowledge. This yeah. is his third one. I mean, happy Fourth of July. Happy Labor Day. You know, those are celebrations of, of, of uh, things that should be celebrated. Um, but Memorial Day is solemn. But he's, and I, I guess I'm just really still kind of stunned that he said it to, uh, to Japanese. We defeated in yeah, World War II. To people we defeated, and thank you, in World War II, and to, to service members in Japan. He couldn't be bothered to even honor our troops here on this, on our homeland, on our soil. No, he used Memorial Day. To side with a murderous dictator against a former vice president of the United oh, States. Oh, yeah, we'll get to that. I got audio yeah. for that. Um, and uh, and by the way, I just I, I, I know Tim usually plays this clip on his show, but I figured this would be a good clip to accompany the picture I'm about to put in the chat right now of Trump. And, by the way, into cities like right <laughs> here in Detroit. Yeah. Um, oh, they have. I oh didn't know. That's nipples. God. I see. Yeah. Hey, he's got. It must Turkey's have been done. Cold. It must have been cold there. Turkey's done. The nips were were risen. Risen. Look at that. She he had hard nipples. <laughs> Is he smuggling gumdrops there or something? I don't know what he's doing. <laughs> they're like they're like stuffed little two little stuffed peppers he's got there. That he needs, is like. He needs a- he needs a T-shirt or a tank top at the very least, guys. Oh dear lord! No, he he yeah. needs a he needs a burka. And <laughs> <laughs> oh. what size pants does he wear? Like, was that size fifty? Uh, at oh. least, at Did least you? I'm a thirty. Oh, I'm a thirty-eight to forty, and that is more belt than uh, that's a. That's a lot of belt. That's a lot. That's that's like long as twice of twice as neckties. Belt uh, that I saw on a buzzsaw. I need to find the picture unless somebody else in the chat room can find it before we come back from break. But did anybody see the picture of him and Melania at Arlington? I think the Thursday before he went to Japan. I did not. No. His pants were not tailored. The oh, bottom no. of his pants were in the grass. That's how long his pants were. <laughs> well, maybe they were tailored, and he shrunk. <laughs> I mean, he's—he's. He's he it looked like something that was literally off the that's rack. That's what two hundred and thirty-nine pounds looks like. Are you kidding? No. no. Yeah. Uh, seriously, yeah. the guy. Here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm at. I'm, I'm. I went to the doctor last week, and I weigh two hundred and seventy pounds. Okay, I'm six foot one. I do need to lose weight. I'm not gonna lie. I need to lose weight. But Ken, he, is six, he, he is six. He is six. He's six foot three, and it looks like his waistband. I, I, I'm honest. I wear a thirty-eight to forty waistband, 
It depends on the pants, you know. Um, but that waistband looks to be at least 50. So, again, it, it's not fat shaming. It's just being honest about how much he weighs. Well, he looks like he weighs about 350 how pounds. How much he weighs? You know what? The thing about it is, if he if he would say, ha, 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 you know, I, I like my body. I like the way I look. And, and that's that. Well, okay, then I accept, you know, fine. I, you know, you want to be large, small. If that's a choice, then then fine. If you, there's no reason to be ashamed of your body. The thing is, he no. tries to make it like it's he's something he's not. Fake he news about his like his physique. Some kind of fucking athlete, yeah, or something. Well, speaking of athletes, look, Twitter, check out. I found a Twitter picture. I Put I just in there now. I just posted a picture of two asses uh, in Japan. Uh, so for everybody. So twitter.com Vicher Jerver Vic Burger I've seen a number of pictures like that. Honestly, oh. but but at least the sumo wrestler has hair. Oh jeez. Okay. Well, I he has muscle tone. He has muscle tone. And he has mus- muscle tone. Look at his his thighs as opposed to <laughs> Those pants. Oh my Those god. Did you say see? did you say did you save that image? I, I, I will during the break. But I, I'll do I it now. I'll link to it. I'm sorry. But come on. You're the president of the United States of America. Oh, my you, God. You have a tailor. Oh you have a tailor. This is not the first time we've seen stuff like this. I bet he didn't have shoes on. <laughs> no. No, I've seen pictures with him in shoes. Oh, okay. I think I think Jesus. at the bottom of those pants, that's to cover up the. Look at those pants! That's that's clown pants. Yeah, yeah. And oh, we're over the we're over the top of the hour. We got to go yeah, to the we break. Were. But, yeah, oh, okay. sorry. So anyway, we'll come back. We'll hear more from Trump, uh, uh, siding with a, a brutal murder murderous dictator uh, to trash uh, uh, one of his fellow American Americans. Excuse me, hiccup. Um, that's that chicken burger that I had left over, um, uh, with the, them peppers, the peppers. I love the peppers, but they don't like me. Uh, anyway, let's go ahead and run to the break. We'll be right back with more turn up the night right after, uh, this. We are living in the most spectacular, difficult, and dangerous period in history. In search of knowledge, we have probed the depths of nature never before explored. We have challenged the sky and sent great engines thrusting far into space. Amazing feats. Our sacrifices have been many. Our discoveries constant. And our questions unending. The courage to see through these troubled times to a bright future comes from Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare 
rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Ain't no party like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. <gasps> Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you! God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the post-Memorial Day edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. I hope you had some time of reflection and uh, enjoyed your day off if you had the day off. And spent it with loved ones and, um, you know, and shared good memories, good food, whatever. And, of course, uh, all of our hats are off to everybody, to ever all those who gave all to keep our nation free. Uh, so, anyway, welcome back to the program. Uh, Joe Santoris of Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, and I can't stop playing it. Ain't no party like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> well, you know, I, I can tell tr- Trump really misses Hope Hicks. She used to steam his suits while he wore them, right? She oh. used to steam them. Yes, that was reports. That was a report. Well, look at this picture. Where is oh the my steam? God. Look at this picture. Look at this picture. Where's the oh. steamer in this picture? Oh, yeah. Oh. Look at that. Oh, it looks God. like he rolled out of bed in that suit. Oh my God! That's the same suit. It looks like the same suit that he wore to Arlington on Thursday. That he's, was East. That was Easter, I think, a year ago. That was Easter, yeah, and, and yeah. It, it's uh, what, what they, it, it's a what's uh, a uh, a a Brioni suit, whatever. I guess that's an expensive Peroni suit. suit. Wow, a Peroni <laughs> suit. Well, Peroni. <laughs> There's some bad bends in there, boys. Yeah, a Briani Briani suit. Yeah, Rudy. He claims Rudy he buys, off the, buys them off the rack, but never gets them tailored. See, so that's, he's paying that's a thousands suit. of dollars for a suit that he never bothers to get tailored. Here's the thing, Joe and and Ken. Well, and well, welcome. Suit, hold on, welcome back, Rain from. Hold on one second. Sorry. Welcome back, Rain, for Freedom's Blog, Washington, D.C. Continue. Hi, everybody. That's a suit. That picture, that Easter picture, mm-hmm. that's a suit that he's been wearing for a few days. <laughs> he's probably, if you look, if you zoom in real close, I think you can see um, uh, extra crispy crumbs uh, on the pant marks. In the, in the, in the uh, folds. Yeah, you, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. that, those wrinkles are not just wrinkles because oh, oh I had 45 minutes at breakfast. Oh. That's him <laughs> sitting in a chair for eight hours. 
Yeah, because there are there are Doritos and everything in there. Or in a lazy uh, boy watching uh, Fox and Friends on a loop. Um, look, I'm not fancy either. I I'm tired. I don't iron. Chilling out. This but was in I, a. I'm not the president up, either. I, I. Yeah, well, there's that too, right? That is just slovenly. Well. But at and least it wasn't much better at Arlington. At least he wasn't this wearing was a, a tan suit. This was this was in in Vanity Fair that picture. They said each of the pant legs are roughly the circumference of a healthy toddler's head. <laughs> no, it's that no, no, it's a, a, no, a it's torso. <laughs> each each of those pant circumferences are Tiffany and and Melania. You remember that? You remember that pudgy kid eating French fries at McDonald's? That big meme that was going around forever on the internet. <laughs> it's like a sleeping bag for one of those kids. Um, I think he wore the same suits. It's just gross. I, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I do hold presidents to a higher standard. Dress your ass up. Wear the pin that your president show up and look distinguished if you're going to honor our war dead. Actually, and he didn't. Kelly, Kellyanne, and Melania could do a uh, could do the a sack race in those together. Oh, I bet I bet you Kellyanne already <laughs> did a sack race in there. Oh, <laughs> a sack search <laughs> in search of. But this was post hole picks, right? When she used to have to steam his pants when they were on him. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Well. Well, let's let, let's get to other stuff about this dipshit. Oh, and by the way, since we've already alluded to uh, private parts and everything, I was listening to this old um, uh, episode of The Devil and Mr. O. It's an old-time radio show, um, The Devil and Mr. O. In this, there was an episode uh, called The Descendant or something like that. And apparently, they used to call guns rods back in the day. <laughs> and I found this funny line. But I'm warning you, mugs. Don't stop nothing. My rod works in the dark just as well as yours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't say. Ooh. What a well, fun sex. <laughs> well, as long as it doesn't have Peroni's disease. Yeah, what a, wow. what a fun, sexy time for you. Yeah, so. Uh, but I'm warning you, mugs, don't start nothing. My rod works in the dark just as well as yours. <laughs> Uh-huh. He's got confidence. I'll give him that. So, <laughs> you mugs. I have Viagra. Have, have uh, listen, you mugs. Uh, anyway, <laughs> let's let's get let's get to uh, uh, okay. Um, this clip from Trump. Somebody tweeted this out the other day. That, that reported that that Trump had mentioned something about siding with Kim Jong Un on his opinion of Joe Biden. And he later went on TV and confirmed it uh, to the whole world. Um, listen to this bullshit. Well, Kim Jong-un made a statement that Joe Biden is a low IQ individual. He probably is, based on his record. Uh, I think I agree with him on that. Joe Biden was a disaster. His administration with President Obama, they were basically a disaster when it came to so many things, whether it was economy, whether it was military defense, no matter what it was, they had a lot of problems. So I'm not a fan. Kim Jong-un or Chairman Kim, as some people say, is looking to create a nation that has uh, great strength economically. I think he's very much 
I talk to him a lot about it, and he's very much into the fact that he believes, like I do, that North Korea has tremendous economic potential. That he is a very smart man. He gets it well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kim Jong Un smart. I'm smart. Yeah, he's smart enough to. I'll, I'll give Kim Jong Un this: is that he is smart enough to be able to play the dumbest fucking president we've ever had sit in the Oval wow. Office. That's it. But you know what? It doesn't take much to outsmart a narcissist when you're a narcissist yourself. The only reason he says kind things... I mean, he, does he not remember Kim Jong-un called Trump a dotard after the little rocket man thing? But then they stroked each other's egos and maybe their rods in the dark. I think um, they're rods. It was a small stroke. Uh, sure, Just a sure. little tiny... Yeah. It was more like... <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think Kim threw him a curve. <laughs> uh, a real Peroni. But this was a real Peroni. Yeah, so he said, that, "Oh my God!" I'm, he trashed. I'm so, oh, Joe Biden. He trashed former former vice president. Vice, well, he's still considered a vice president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, true, true. An American vice president. Yes, six o'clock tonight, right before the show. The man who occupies the White House tweeted this out. This is what I was talking to you guys before the show. Mm-hmm. I was actually sticking up for sleepy Joe Biden while on foreign soil. Kim Jong-un called him a low IQ idiot and many other things where I related the quote of Chairman Kim as a much softer, quote, low IQ individual. Who could possibly be upset with that? Would you like me to read that again? Oh, no. No, no. I I got that. I got that loud and clear. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is why I was really livid right before. I said it so much nicer than he said it. He said it in a funny, weird voice, and his translator said it different. Um, He's a disgusting human being. He is. There, you know, there is a. I was, uh, I, I, you know, I, I, every once in a while I look at the default searches on Google when I pull, you know, open up my phone and it'll say like Donald Trump president. And I never search for Donald Trump president. I'll put in Trump. Ooh. I'll put in Trump. And so the other day I decided to put in Trump asshole. Um, and I found the name of a book <laughs> that I really oh, want to read. Uh, I really want to read this book. Um, It's called Asshole Nation, uh, Trump and the Rise of Scum America by Scott McMurray. That's a great title for uh, uh, Asshole Nation, Trump and the Rise of Scum America. I'll put the link. uh, Not a sponsor here, folks. Um, (laughs) How can he, how he, here's the thing that irritates me, guys. I heard what he said. He Those words, we heard it on the news. We heard it at CNN, MSNBC. I heard it on my local news station here on the radio, T.O.P. He said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fact that he is actually in words trying to say, I just said it softer and nicer. Yeah. Is, it, I'm, again, I want to continue to be amazed and disgusted by him. Because the day that I'm not is the day that I'm dead. It's the day that I'm numb to it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you, 
this is a vice president of the United States of America. I cannot imagine for one minute the last president that we had, Barack Obama, saying something like that about Dick Cheney. Well, well listen I to this. I find even more reprehensible. Listen to this. Listen to this. Uh, this is from CNN. Erica Hill uh, was hosting. Uh, I believe this is from yesterday on Memorial Day. And uh, they had on Al Jazeera's uh, uh, Mehdi Hassan. And uh, Mehdi Hassan had quite the thing to say. And it's a game we've all played before because, Rain, you started playing it. <laughs> and and they're going to they're gonna continue that thought here. As we look at this, there is the question of the message, of course, that this sends. You have the president standing next to a leader who is supposed to be an ally, yeah. siding with Ooh. North Korea's dictator. Ooh. Mehdi, what is that message? <laughs> the message is that Donald Trump, once he likes you as a foreign dictator, and once you flattered him, he will have your back. This is a guy who's always been very loyal to people who flatter him and will throw anyone under the bus the minute they don't. And I think the North Koreans, like the Saudis, like the Russians, they worked that out a while ago. This is how you get to Donald Trump. And you have Donald Trump saying these kind of, you saw just now, in that tape, he says, I think he's a very, very smart man at the same time as he accuses the former vice president of the United States of being low IQ. And I know we've played this game before, but can you imagine if Barack Obama in 2011 had said, oh, the Ayatollah Khamenei of Iran thinks Mitt Romney's low IQ and I'm totally with him. The Republicans wouldn't just be demanding impeachment. They'd be calling him a traitor and demanding execution. Yes. They his execution. They for less. Yeah. They would be calling for Sorry, his execution. No, no. I, I mean, and I've said that before, too, and I'm glad that somebody else is. And, ooh, scary Al Jazeera agrees with me. Um, you know, they actually do journalism over there, uh, unlike Fox News, who does propaganda. Um, uh, but I've said that before. That You know, Larry Klayman, uh, of all people, he, he that, that crazy bastard, he was almost at, he and his followers we're advocating for uh, uh, treason and the death penalty for Obama. For what? I don't know. A tan suit? Uh, no, I think it was because he put his feet up on the um, Resolute desk. And oh, shoes yeah. shoes might have had a hole in it. Well, well, Donald Trump's put his big, dirty asshole on the Resolute chair. <sighs> so, you know. I can't believe that he smeared an American citizen... Number one, an American citizen. Number two, a vice president. Number three, I don't care what you think about Joe Biden. He's an American hero. To me, to me, maybe not to everybody yeah. else. But he literally smeared a political opponent on foreign soil and used a, a dictator's words, a murderous, genocidal, horrible, awful man's words to defend why he thinks Joe Biden is just low IQ. That is so disgusting. He sided with he sided with Kim Jong-un to slam a candidate for president of the United States. I, I don't... I, I, wh where's the low? Where, where are our norms anymore? <laughs> mm -hmm. Just seriously. Oh, uh, Theo, Theo says I should remind people of Charlie Pierce's hilariously unalarming, or, I'm sorry, alarmingly on point book, Idiot America. It covered a lot of the same material even before the thief executive blundered his way into the presidency. Uh, yes, there you go. Charlie I, well, Pierce. You know, it's, it, Theo brings up a good point. And I heard this on one of the radio shows I was listening to this morning. I can't remember. But 
when we when we were getting ready to go into Iraq, okay, mm-hmm. there was there was this band called the Dixie Chicks. They yeah, said we're ashamed of the president. They said that in the states, and yes. they were pretty much shunned from the industry for a number of years. We had we had a uh, we had some um, elected officials that went over, I think, to Iraq, and and said over there, no, there is no reason for us to go to war. And here, the media went apoplectic. How dare you question the commander-in-chief from over, you know, from the other side of this country, mm-hmm. over the pond in another country? You don't do that. The fact that we had a president doing this from another country about a political opponent, it, it, I just find it stunning. I find it really stunning. And I, I know, you know, you can't, we have so much outrage every day, but this was disgusting from the person who occupies the office of commander-in-chief. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's um, it's just, it's utter madness. It's utter madness. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, uh, I just don't even know where to begin half the time with this stuff because it's like you know it's so it's it's just such a retread, and, and uh, of yeah. of all his indecency, I mean because you know look at what he said about John McCain. I'm sure he probably said some of the things about John McCain on foreign soil too, but um you know I mean it, there's just no decorum whatsoever in his cult members are just like look he's trolling the media again that's great i love that well he's lying he's being deceitful and he's being unpatriotic you know i'm sorry lying and deceitful you know i mean you know so so basically the trump cult has admitted all along all the things that they lied about obama saying that he was a liar um Maybe he told some things, you know, he, he twisted the truth uh, here and there, like all presidents do, but he didn't have the record of lying like Trump does. You know, oh, he's shitting all over the Constitution. Oh, my God. You want to, oh, oh, the imperial president with his executive orders. Look at the executive orders coming out of this asshole. National emergency. Yeah. White national emergency. Um <laughs> Um, and, 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 you know, uh, you know, just, it, just everything, everything about him, you know, he, he's unpatriotic. He, he wishes Japanese military people a happy Memorial Day, yeah, which is about our, the, the people that we lost in large part to the Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. And, so, and. So just to put a fine point on it, mm-hmm. it wasn't Memorial Day in Japan. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. It wasn't. Yeah. I know that's a tiny little. I mean, he said it. Yeah. He said it on our Memorial Day, which was he said it today, which was yet yesterday. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. It, it, Japan doesn't have a Memorial Day on the same day as we do. And no. that is something that really irritated the hell out of me. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, uh, Joe, uh, uh, you you want to make a quick comment before? I, I have one more audio clip I want to play. I'm just waiting for him to, to uh, wish them a happy VJ day. <laughs> yes. 
Oh, we should uh, actually every day should be a happy VD day for Trump. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, that's all I'm waiting for. You know. <laughs> Thank you for VG. your sexual Vietnam service. Yes. Thank you for your bone spur. No, you fake piece of shit. Um. All right. Let's listen to this real quick. I do. We don't have the green news report today, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give an encore performance of be best tree peelers and something else. Um, uh, but, uh, I want to play this, uh, Anderson Cooper had, uh, representative Seth Moulton, Democrat from the great state of Massachusetts on who is a former Marine and also has thrown his hat in the ring, uh, in the 2020 presidential election. So welcome aboard Seth Moulton to the deepest bench of them all. Congressman, uh, as a veteran, as a lawmaker, I'm wondering what goes through your mind when you see the president of the United States overseas not only giving a murderous dictator a huge benefit of the doubt, but also joining that dictator in bashing a former U.S. vice president who is also, of course, running for president. You know, I know we're not always going to have presidents we agree with. And we've had some terrible presidents in our history. We've had presidents who are immoral, who are backwards, who have terrible policies. Uh, We've had presidents who are criminals, like Richard Nixon. I don't think we've ever had a president who's so fundamentally unpatriotic. I mean, even Richard Nixon served his country and was proud to do so. This this president is much more interested in siding with dictators if it's good for his for his ratings. And that's pathetic for the commander in chief. Sir Sanders yesterday dismissed any claims that President Trump was siding with Kim Jong-un over Vice President Biden. She said they just happened to agree. Um, I mean, that just just logically, that does not make sense. The president went out of his way to use Kim Jong-un's comments as a means of criticizing Biden and talked about how he doesn't believe Kim Jong-un would break a promise to him. I mean, you you presented both sides of the story in the clips you showed. You showed a clip from the State of the Union, and you showed a clip from his press conference today. Uh, The difference is, in the State of the Union, he was clearly reading from a teleprompter, some words that were given to him to criticize North Korea. When it came to his personal feelings, uh, he sided with this dictator. You know, when I was a a Marine in the 1st Marine Division, uh, actually serving under General James Mattis, uh, who would, be, of course, become Trump's Secretary of, of Defense. Our division motto was, no better friend, no worse enemy than a United States Marine. That should be the motto for the United States of America. No better friend, no worse enemy. That means that your allies trust you and your enemies trust your resolve. That means that we strengthen our allied partnerships in the Pacific to contain North Korea, to put pressure on them, to to strengthen the relationship that we have with South Korea, with Japan. And it means that we show ultimate resolve to North Korea that we are not going to put up with them firing off missiles. Trump is doing the exact opposite, and it's why he is so fundamentally unfit to be our commander-in-chief. Amen. Amen. There it is. Thank you, Seth Moulton, Representative Seth Moulton, for your service uh, in the Marines and to our nation as a congressperson. And hey, good luck in the presidential election. Well, the, you know, the thing about um, Trump mm-hmm. and the fatal flaw in his foreign policy is that he approaches foreign policy like he approached his personal business which wasn't very successful anyway which is he believes that he is so overwhelmingly charming 
that he has such charisma that he <laughs> could close deals and make deals one on one. He doesn't need allies. Yeah. He doesn't need Japan. He doesn't need South Korea. You know, and he doesn't have to partner with the Chinese to try to pressure Korea. His charm alone, his personal charm. Ew. Can one on one that's what he believes. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's I exactly agree. and that's how he acts. He acts like we fell in love. That's all that matters, that he loves me and he will just disarm because of me. Mm-hmm. That the only way, the only, the only way Kim, Kim Jong-un will, dis, will, will disarm is when so much pressure is put on his economy and with the help of our allies in the region and the United Nations putting pressure yeah. on him. Yeah. But he doesn't believe in building these, these uh, alliances. He doesn't believe in that. And that's the danger. That is one of the biggest dangers of this presidency. Because, you know, I know we're get, we I know we have to go back to break, but it's one of the biggest dangers of this presidency is that he doesn't believe in alliances. He is he has destroyed so many of our alliances with Europe, with with with, you know, he doesn't even though even though Japan is still trying to act like we're allies, the Japanese are very formal people. Mm-hmm. But I, I think he did. I think he did a lot of damage over there these past few days. He really is taking this country into a place where we were before World War II. The isolationism. Yeah. And this is where it's really dangerous. It's really dangerous. All joking aside, Joe, you make such a good point. He doesn't believe in alliances. And, and I think it goes down to the fact that in, in, in Trump's personal life, he doesn't have any real friends. No. He doesn't have any true alliances. I don't believe Melania is an ally. An ally. I don't believe that, that Ivanka is. I don't... I, I can't see somebody saying, hey, dad, in Trump's family, I need some help. I can't see that. He doesn't believe in any allies. He only believes in himself, and that is the most dangerous person in yeah. the world. No, uh, he's, got, yeah. he's got he's got mommy and daddy issues. Mm-hmm. Oh he's yeah, got yeah. Mommy he's got mommy's he hair too. Yeah, and and his his father always told him he was he was a dope and a loser, and a loser, and he's spending his whole his whole life trying to prove to his father that he is not well, a dope and a loser but he yeah is. and and it, you know that goes back to that audio i don't know uh if we played it uh when you were off or not joe but we had that audio of um um howard stern saying yes. that, that trump should go to therapy because he he was traumatized by you know his father this is a guy who knows trump not us who are speculating he has mommy and daddy issues Somebody who personally knows him well, saying that he would is, is that benefit Trump, from it. If, if Trump is a mm -hmm. sociopathological narcissist, as opposed to just being a narcissistic, you know, tending personality, he's he's not yeah. going to seek help because no. he's that sick. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. On that to note, though, we got to. Well, no, that's okay. Happy. We're going to go to the break. I'm going to do a trifecta of things that are, uh, well, I'm going to do a reprise of the Be Best Tree Peelers bit. I'm going to do a, a demo song, uh, which was written about 10 or 12 years ago by me uh, with the dad of rock. It's called The Millionth Anniversary of Fuck You. 
uh, which predates Macaroni's Fuck You. Um, that one's dedicated to Trump. The millionth anniversary of Fuck You. And then I'll do uh, The Right Wing Can Sing, that old jingle from uh, Red Elephant Records presents The Right Wing Can Sing. Doing my best worst Casey Kasem. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, uh, yeah, here we go. That's what we're going to hear on the break since we don't have the Green News Report. Uh, and then we'll be right back. With lots more fun here on Turn Up the Night. Name calling coming up around the bend. Open phones, all that. Ba ba ba. We'll be right back. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Friends up, everybody. To celebrate the one-year anniversary of the First Lady Melania Trump's Be Best initiative, Donco proudly presents Be Best Tree Peelers. Be Best has tree peelers. Be Best Tree Peelers will peel any kind of tree lickety-split. Pine trees, oak trees, maple trees, dogwood trees, tree stooges. Oh, a wise guy, huh? Redwood trees, shrubberies. A shrubbery! Palm trees, cacti, tree blind mice, apple trees, pear trees, orange trees. The oranges are the oranges of the the oranges. Artificial Christmas trees. Blood red artificial Christmas trees. Money trees. Tree musketeers. Giving trees. Family trees. Stump dumb Trump cultists. I really like Donald Trump. The Hello Kitty themed Christmas tree. Shoe trees. It's the House Bolton of tree peelers. If you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention. It's the best tree peeler ever. Every tree is the right height for the Be Best Tree Peeler. Trees are the right height. The Be Best Tree Peeler. Be Best. Only from Donco.
Elephant Records presents The Right Wing Can Sing, a spectacular collection of hits as performed by the original artists, featuring Herman Cain's classic reimagining of John Lennon's Imagine. Imagine there's no pizza. John Ashcroft's legendary performance of Let the Eagle Soar. Let the Eagle Soar Like she's never soared Mitt Romney's courageous a cappella version of America the Beautiful. Above the fruited plain And for those very special occasions, you won't want to miss out on the birthday book. John Boehner's birthday greeting. But wait, there's more. As a bonus, we'll include Fox News Can Sing with the gangster rap stylings of Peter Johnson. And the latest smash single from Fox News, Eric Bowling's Gasoline Blues. I woke up this morning and turned on the news. Gasoline was up again. I got the blues. Also included in this collection is Judge Andrew Napolitano's Mustang Sally. Mustang Sally! The Right Wing Can Sing. Available now on 8-Track Cassette. Exclusively at Revco. This is Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. But I'm warning you, mugs, don't start nothing. My rod works in the dark just as well as yours. Ain't no party like a Scranton party, cause a Scranton party don't stop. (laughs) (laughs) Worst beatboxing ever, Dwight Schrute. Uh, welcome back to the show. Of course, joining me as always on the program, Rain from Four Freedoms blog, the Beltway Bureau, the Bubble, the Swamp. And by the way, Rain, the new uh, Swamp Thing series is coming out on the DC Universe streaming service. So I'm going to look my ass off when that show is on to find you some awesome Swamp Drops. Okay. <laughs> Since we've been finding all these Scranton Drops, we need some Swamp Drops. <laughs> All right. Well, I, uh, I have to um I have to take a reprieve from the show. Oh. For now. Okay. All right. I have a, a sit. I have something that's you know. I, okay. I have to take care of this. Right. I will take um, care of it. And Joe's going to do name calling and stuff. So uh, you you take the t- all the time you need. Okay. I'll be all back right. probably about a half an hour or so. Okay. We'll be waiting for you. All right. So love you all. All right. Love you back. So, uh, all right, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city, as we already know, uh, Scranton party don't stop. Uh, are you ready to, uh, do a little bit of name calling now? Yeah. Play that thing. All right. Go up to Scranton with me. They place. Where dreams come true. There is no such thing as an appropriate joke. That's why it's a joke. I say it ain't so joke. I'm gonna have to be taking your car today. 
Jeff's top secret clown business that supersedes any plans that you might have for this here vehicle. Here we go. <laughs> Buckle up. It's gonna be a buck one. <laughs> we could jam and Joe's garage. What's the matter, kid? Don't you like clowns? Ain't no party like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. No, that, that worked out well. <laughs> the little beatboxing oh, with the straight to the biscuits. <laughs> straight, straight to the, the party biscuits. Yeah. Okay, yeah. tonight, Biscuit. we have biscuits, we have Adam Hebert, we have Bailoua, we have Bobber, Hello, Bob. Oh yeah, let me let me grab that clip for for yeah, Bob. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Hello, Bob. There you go. Come, Bob. Francie fifty-seven. The Ed we McMahon of the Tim Carmel Show. Heather, the Ed McMahon. regular caller to the program. Yes, we have Jay Colley. Woof woof. We have we have Cat. Sister from another meow. mister, Columbus, Ohio. Sister from no, I say that from meow goodness. Sister from another uh, mister, uh, Columbus, meow, Ohio. Okay. okay. We have Kenny Pick Sr. Hello, Dad. Just got to hang out with Dad this past Saturday. Uh, made a brief run down there to uh, give him his early uh, Father's Day present. Although it wasn't much of a Father's Day present. I'm gonna have to give him something else because basically I'm like, here. Do work. <laughs> so, I, I got him a grass patching kit like like Susan had because he said it seemed he said it sounded interesting and we were at Menards the other day and I saw it and I was like let's just get one for Dad and and then I felt kind of bad after the fact like I just gave him work to do. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's like buying your wife pots and pans for Christmas. Yeah, it, it is. Well, if I did that for Susan, uh, you would not oh. be hearing my voice right now. I worked with a guy. Oh no! <laughs> there, this truck. Well, I'll tell you later. Now, now it depends on your wife too, because I'll tell you what: if uh, somebody bought me pots, because I'm the cook in the house, if uh, somebody bought me a nice, like you know, stainless steel, you know, set of pots and pans or something like that, a pricey yeah, high end yeah. one, I would yeah. be all about that. People have bought me kitchen stuff in the past, and I've appreciated it because I'm I'm the cook in the house, and you know I kind of nerd out about that. So if your wife is super nerdy about cooking, and that's something that she wants, and you know it, yes. But if if you, if you're buying it because you're like, go fix me turkey pot pie, no, 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 you need to you need yeah. to reevaluate your uh, your life. But yeah, yeah, if I bought Susan pots and pans ever, shit, I, I wouldn't be here today. You'd be wearing them, and, and you yeah. should. And 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 uh, this, I remember this one Christmas. This this truck parked outside our office for weeks, and the guy was selling cheap sets of pots and pans out of the truck. And this this guy I worked with actually went oh. out there and bought that for his wife. For oh, uh, so even just chintzy pot. Oh wow. Yeah, they right got like the aluminum. Truck. Yeah, you know, like, are you kidding me? Like, <laughs> I said, at least th throw in a vacuum cleaner, you know, make her feel good. Uh, like, what are you, nuts? Like, yeah, I said, you're going to spend Christmas, you know, somewhere outside. Okay, anyway, getting back to this. I think we left off at Living on Long Island. Living, uh, our good uh, uh, cable cable guru and comic book fan. That's 
that's right. He, and he's an old cable guru. And I don't yeah. mean he's old. I mean he's about old cable. I yeah. remember old cable. Mm-hmm. The Saturday mornings, they used to have the old uh, WPIX used to have the old, we used to get the old uh, Swamp Mans and all the oh wow. all the uh, the horror shows. WPIX. Was that a was that a Pittsburgh station? PIX? No, no, New York, New York City. Oh, okay, all right, all right. WPIX. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking. Yeah. Uh, am I thinking of WPXI? Maybe. I'm gonna look it up. New York City. Yeah, Pittsburgh. The, WPXI. Yeah. PX, PIX was uh, uh, the Yankee station at one time. No, oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, we have Michelle in South Florida. Probably have, followed by Lagan, uh, Miles Lagan. Miles Lagan, as opposed to Sandor Clegane. Okay. <laughs> Sandor Cl- uh, Lagan. <laughs> Lagan. <laughs> Lagan Ball. Oh, we have Lagan Ball every every uh, Saturday on Mike Check Radio with Miles that's, and Michelle. That's right. But it's Except it's it's more of a cuddling bowl than it is a fighting yes. bowl. Though. So no killing, no killing. Yeah, there, no, maybe. no killing. No, maybe petting a kitty, or or <laughs> or or going and cleaning up a mess from a kitty. <laughs> so. Yes, or when you hear, yeah. We used to say we had two cats. We used to say that was like in the middle of the night was like an alarm clock. Like you heard, and one jumped from one side and grabbed the cat. The other one jumped and grabbed the paper towels. <laughs> well, yeah, and it, you know, in our house, it, it usually starts as like this wet clicking sound. Oh, okay. Yeah, so because they stick their tongue out and they're like glick, 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 glick. Yeah, and we both would bolt straight up in the bed. One would run for the Piper towel. One would grab the cat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. On the rug. Or try to try to grab a, like a sales flyer or something laying around, or a magazine. Yeah. Just you know, get that under yeah. just anything, anything. You know, and invariably, all you did was turn him from a, a vomiting cat to a spraying cat. <laughs> oh <laughs> boy. You'd it would right across the room. Oh yeah, anyway, yeah, because yeah. they don't yeah. they don't they don't want to agree with you in that moment. Oh, no, 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 no. Ah! All right, continue. Yeah. We have Moonmare. We have President. We have Theo. We have the, the one and only Tim Coriander. Tim Coromel. Tim Coriander. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And always last in the list, but never the least, Trojan Rabbit. That's right. That's right. Trojan Rabbit. And uh, and uh, uh, we would never... Uh, this He's one rabbit we would never run away from at all. No. Not at all. No, he's not a kid. Run away! Run away! Run away! Run away! Well, there are two two different rabbits in Monty Python: the Trojan Rabbit and the 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 Cave of Calbadog. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Bellowa just said we had the longest name calling segment. No, ever. we've done much longer. That was only right. like eight minutes. That was pretty good. We did one that lasted like twenty minutes a few weeks ago. So yeah, then we, and then we do one with with with. Uh, uh, with the uh, mobster names and stuff. Uh, it, yes, like that. yes, we did, we did. All right, I, oh. I don't usually do this. I don't usually do this, but I'm just gonna. Uh, all right, so Cat says in the chat, petting the kitty can, uh, can be naughty slang. There, pick. 
All right, I'm gonna tell everybody real quick. I don't want to. No, no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not. No, I already started, so I might as well tell. I had a dream and Cat was in it, and um, I, I was a back. Cat? I, I Cat uh, from the chat room, my sister oh, from oh. another mister, and. And I'm not going to try and embarrass you, Cat, with this or anything. And it's not graphic or anything weird like that. But I was back in my old band, Kill the Hippies. And then, um, but the band had expanded to like 12 people or something like that. And I was like, wow. what the hell's going on? You you know, you're, you used to be a punk band. And now you've got a horn section, but it's kind of cool, you know? And so we were playing and we were jamming in this really sweet spot and everything. And then Cat comes in with this this gorgeous gal on her arm and basically told us she's like all right you guys gotta hit the road i need the room <laughs> and so she kicked us all out and we we're like okay i guess practice is over and and basically cat got you know was needed the room for for a fun sexy time so that that's that's all i'll say so there what you a go. fun sexy time for you so there you go cat you you were in my dream and you you kicked us out of our, our practice space uh for uh for to so at, yeah to score so that was it yeah. it was a crazy i'll tell you what it was a hot dog and ice cream dream and i don't know if you remember that little rascals episode Remember when the little rascals they like had hot dogs and ice cream and then like they were like oh they had a stomach ache and they um in the it cut there was like a cutaway view to one of their stomachs and there was like like a little cartoon ice cream cone and hot dog boxing each other and uh but i had hot dogs and ice cream last night and so i had this weird dream and it w it was going on for i had co-workers in it people i went to high school with old band members people who listen to the show people who are on the show um but that was the most vivid part was because cat just totally like strolled in like a rock star and was like all right hit the bricks guys <laughs> yeah, i was like what the heck <laughs> so but uh, it was it was cool it was cool it was just a you know just and there were other like dumb parts of the dream like where you know uh, my co-workers were coming up and bugging me and said like in a parking lot that had furniture in it like lazy boy recliners and stuff like that and, and they're coming up to me and they're like hey did you see my bag it was just over here and i'm like no i haven't seen your bag I was like, and of course, in that part, I was probably trying to find my pants or something like that, you know, because I'm like, oh no, I need my pants. So anyway, it was a, it was a series of like, it probably was like a five minute dream that turned seemed like a three hour dream, you know. So anyway, I don't usually talk about that stuff, but it was funny. It was it was it was. Uh, I woke up and I told Susan about all that too this morning. So that that's usually entertainment for us in the morning when we t tell each other about our dreams on the commute for her to drop me off at work. So anyway, uh, the number to call, 330-536-1466. Uh, let us know if there's any birthdays out there. Um, Joe, any birthdays you know of? None that I know of. No. Okay. All right. Cat says, geez, that was super assertive of me. <laughs> it was. It was. It, she had sunglasses on and she's just like, you know, all right, hit wow. the bricks. Hit the bricks. I need the <laughs> I need the room. <laughs> so but uh uh anyway. Um uh so uh, uh it was a very like 
80s, uh, like, kind of hair metal moment almost, you know? So, mm. anyway, it was cool. All right, Adam Hebert is calling. Let's try and add him to the phone call right now. Uh, Adam, how's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going pretty well. Uh, What's up? I now, know, I now know when my last day at my current uh position is and i know where my first day at my new position is so oh okay let me let me cue up the uh the drum roll for you real quick uh so all right the uh the day of your last day at work is friday may 31st you gotta wait for the symbol oh, say it I'm again sorry i'm sorry wait. say it again Oh, all right, I'll, I'll start. I'll start over. I'll start. I'll start over. Wait for the symbol. Friday, May thirty first, twenty nineteen. Was that better? That's this Friday. Oh yeah! Wow. All right. So your first day at the new job is wait for the symbol. Saturday, June eighth, twenty nineteen. Damn, damn, son, that's wow, quick. <laughs> get a week to transition. Everything going according to plan, ish. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, been, been making a lot of phone calls, making inquiries mm-hmm. and whatnot. I've heard I, I have a place to live, so no one has to worry about that. I'm good. I, uh, I, now, how big of a cardboard box is it? Is it like an oven box or a refrigerator box? Uh, I mean, have you priced refrigerator boxes lately? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, Adam Eber wins the, the, the joke. There you go. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, I, I found a, I found a decent two room place for five twenty five a month and, uh, you know, so, uh, I, and I've also picked out my internet provider, which is, of course, the most important thing, because I will go freaking insane if I can't talk to you and my other friends. Oh, I know. Be I, your internet provider, Adam. I'm sorry, Joe? Who will be your internet provider? Uh, Spectrum, for, for now. Oh, okay. Uh, That's so what I have. That's what I have. It's not horrid. Well, the local fiber optic, uh, you know, the, the county-owned fiber optic, mm-hmm. you know, city-owned fiber optic, they have low ratings. I was like, uh, yeah. Uh. yeah. I mean, you know, if, if I'm not happy with Spectrum's level of service in that area in two years, because um, I basically got a good introductory rate for two years. So, you know, if, if a better offer comes up in two years or... Uh, I hear stuff that makes those re- that calls those reason the question. I might, you know, reconsider. But um, I figured better to go with something I was familiar with than uh, mm-hmm. go with something that seemed to not be well received. But uh, yeah, everything is, is falling into place. Uh, and then, uh, so this Saturday will be my last broadcast out of Enterprise Elevator. Well, I'm excited for you. I'm excited for you. Um, this is, uh, you know, I'll, I'll give you a customary, uh, turn up the night. I'm in, uh, Amen. for this. So, Amen. uh, you're taking a big leap. Um, I'm proud of you on how, uh, uh, you know, keeping a stiff upper lip and, uh, he- you know, head h- held high and, uh, you're, you're marching forward towards the future. 
And yeah, only for well, $525 a month. What Which is bad. Not bad. Uh, not the best, but, you know, not bad. Yeah. Uh, well, what? How I, long I is it? How long is the... Place. How long is the lease? Is it a year lease? Yes, it's a year. See, now that's good because, um, you know, that's going to give you plenty of time to start looking for maybe something else that, you know, uh, poking around. See if there's a na- another neighborhood you like. See if there's, you know, uh, better accommodations, better amenities, uh, you know, somewhere else. Um, but once you familiarize yourself with the geography... Uh, as a citizen, you know. Yeah. Well, and it's right next to Post. I think it's right outside Gate Two of Fort Campbell. Oh so, gosh. I mean, it's not that bad. It's not that far from Root. You know. So uh, what, what do you what What are you looking at? Did you, I'm sure you probably looked at Google Maps. What does it look like uh, walking distance wise? Uh, it's about three miles, but a twenty mile bike ride. Like just for the bike. Wait, it's three miles, but a um, twenty-minute bike ride. <laughs> that's what it said. Me, uh, you said a twenty-mile uh, bike 20 ride. Twenty miles. <laughs> I was like, I know, why did it get longer with a bike? <laughs> no, uh, according according to Google Maps, uh, it's uh, a sixteen-minute. Uh, it's a three-point-one sixteen-minute bike ride. Oh, and cat. Cat saying that five twenty five wouldn't get you a decent one bedroom in Columbus, so that's not bad. So, yeah. very good. I figure this way I have I have a place to put mom when she comes visiting. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and of course my sister will come to visit now and then, and uh, you know it, it might you know it might mean uh, missing out on AWA this year, but. Oh fuck uh, that! I don't don't just don't fuck fuck AWA. I mean, I know it's it's a fun time. It's a good you know, it, it, but seriously, no, no, no. Get onward and upward with your life. AWA will be there next year. That is true. So, I, I'm excited for you. I think this is going to open up a lot of opportunities for you. And, uh, you know, three miles from work, not bad, not bad at all. And you said the uh, public tra- public transit is pretty good too, correct? Yes. So is it on the bus line? Uh, it's like uh, a couple blocks from where... Perfect. The, you know, I, I mean, I keep... Perfect. Show, Google Maps doesn't show where all the bus stops are, but... The, the, but yeah, there's probably a bus line just a you know few blocks away, so not bad. Well, uh, Joe, you were going to say something, uh, and then we got to cut Adam loose. No, I, just congratulations, Adams. I am okay. so proud that you uh, are making this big leap. It's uh, always scary, but uh, always rewarding. True. Hopefully, it'll work out. It will. That is true. It will work out. You will be the Jon Snow of our unit. You're going <laughs> north. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Spoilers. So he's going to lead the wildlings uh, back to their home. So, back to their home. <laughs> except uh, 
Uh, and, I'm sorry, I don't want to spoil anything because we have. I, I, I'm still, I'm still a little, mm, I, I, I'm a little miffed about the C- series finale, but we'll talk about that later. Uh, uh, but uh, anyway, uh, Adam, thanks for calling. Uh, best of luck. Uh, we'll talk soon, and uh, I'll get you uh, uh, your housewarming uh, gift here real soon. So, which is going to be money. So, <laughs> and if anybody else wants to uh, send Adam a housewarming gift in the form of money, um, send him some money on uh, PayPal if you want. So, uh, just just uh, hit me up, and if you need Adam's email, or hit Adam up on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. Um, I, I wouldn't say no to a little bit of PayPal cash if I was uh, moving into a new place. You know, not a not a, a fundraiser or anything, but you know, I, I would feel comfortable myself donating, and many other people might. So we'll see. Uh, but anywho, uh, Adam, uh, have a great night. I will talk to you tomorrow. I'm excited about uh, your final show in Enterprise, Alabama. I think I should be available all three hours tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow! Oh my God, it's it's Wait, Saturday, Saturday. Saturday. I was wondering what you're talking about tomorrow because it's like. No, no, no. I guess we'll just run more. I guess big we'll mistake. Guy again tomorrow. Yes, big mistake. So uh, sorry, I, I got all excited thinking it was Friday. I, I've been off for like, I've had like five days off uh, in you know almost consecutively. So I'm like all confused now. Uh, but anyway, yeah. So this wow, Saturday, that's this set nice mini vacation. Yeah, yeah, it worked out well. So, uh, but anyway, uh, thanks for calling, Adam, and I'll talk to you this weekend. And uh, you have a, uh, uh, yeah, again, congratulations, and I'll talk to you soon, okay? Yes. Have a good day, everyone. Give my regards. All right. Bye-bye. All right, Joe. uh, We'll wait for rain, uh, but we're going to go ahead and take a break right now. And, uh, yeah, everybody, like I said, you know, no pressure or anything, but, you know, I, I I think Adam could use a little bit of help from us, and if you can afford to give him a little bit of help, um, just drop me a line or drop him a line on Facebook for his email. He does have PayPal, and if you just want to do send money to a friend, <clears throat> whatever you have that you can spare, it, that could be cool. But again, I'm not trying to put pressure on anybody. Um, I'd just like to help him get a, a leg up in the big move. So, anywho, we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night with me, Joe, and uh, Rain once she's uh, available right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Nabadabad. 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 And now, on with the show. But I'm warning you, mugs, don't start nothing. My rod works in the dark just as well as yours. Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. 
What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. It is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide radio for humans. And, of course, one of those, my fellow humans, uh, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Welcome back to you, sir the windy city today oh it's windy right now well yeah we had you know, like i said the well well so yeah we just have okay wind gotcha so now you just have wind after the the tornadoes broke up so yes. i would say tornado alley um might have been um <laughs> or tornado valley tornado hills and valley uh with pennsylvania uh, mostly yeah mostly tornado mountains yeah so uh in uh is rain back rain are you back with us okay i think she's still on the call i just we just haven't heard her chime in so yeah, um, she looks like she's muted yeah yeah so uh but anyway uh welcome back uh everybody thanks adam and best of luck and like i said no pressure on anybody but if you feel like you know uh sending adam a few bucks uh on paypal if you have a paypal account um um go for it you know uh but if not uh, again um, i'm not trying to guilt anybody or anything like that i just you know think of it as a housewarming gift you know and he's not gonna really know what he needs until he gets there so cash is probably the best best thing you can give him so anyway um and he's probably mad at me that i even asked but uh uh or or proposed it but uh but uh, you know uh, you know i consider him uh, like a little brother and um you know I want to make sure that uh, everything goes well for him. So anyway, uh, Joe, let's go ahead and get you. back into things. What's that? Yo. <laughs> Me? Yo. Yo. Oh, yo. Yo. Okay. Yo. So uh, <laughs> are you going to start wrapping your, your uh, Scranton uh, party wrap uh, there? Oh, no, no. Ain't no party like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Scratchy record, scratchy record. Zippa, zippa, zippa. Jesus. Anyway, um, let's go ahead and get to... Uh, uh, and unfortunately, because we don't have rain on the call right now, um, I'm not going to be able to commit to doing, uh, Mad Libs, uh, at the moment. We might be able to squeak one out before the end of the show, but we have enough audio that it should carry us through the show and other things to talk about. Cause, um, uh, we'll see. Um, but anyway, um, I, I want to play this little bit of audio from Amy Klobuchar, uh, of course, who is running for president and also one of our fine representatives in, uh, uh, in the swamp. She, uh, was telling, uh, it, it, she, she, 
I, it was probably, a, I don't know what it was. It was a, you know, she was giving a speech, probably a fundraiser, something like that. And she talked about uh, how she was sandwiched between uh, the late John McCain and Bernie Sanders, uh, two of her fellow senators, and um, at the inauguration of Fat Donnie. And she said this. That day when I sat on that stage between Bernie and John McCain, and John McCain kept reciting to me names of dictators during that speech, because he knew more than any of us what we were facing as a nation. He understood it. He knew because he knew this man more than any of us did. Yeah. So, uh, which is... I won't say that he knew this man. You know, I, I, you know, I think she's given him a lot of credit there, saying he knew Trump more than anybody else did. I think everybody with more than you know, uh, you know, even under half a brain knew who Trump was. You know, he got the poorly educated to vote for him. He got the rubes. He got the people who who think reality TV is real to vote for him. Um, he's a megalomaniac. He's, um, uh, uh, what do you call it, Joe? Um, a narcissist, a sociopath. A malignant narcissist. Yeah. He is the, the worst of all, of everything in the human condition. And, uh, you know, so far is, is that, you know, perhaps he's not human anymore. Uh, you know, uh, he, he, he needs to stick his hand in the box like Paul Atreides. Uh, <laughs> you remember that to see if he was a human or an animal. Um, yeah. uh, but, uh, you know, I thought that was nice that, you know, she reflected on one of her old colleagues, um, you know, her late colleagues saying, you know, uh, it was an anecdote, it, it, but it was a poignant one. And it was important for her to say this about John McCain. And then what does Megan McCain do, Joe? Do you know what Megan, Megan McCain did there, Joe? I, yeah, I, she whines. Yeah, she uh, whined. She in whined. fact, she whines so much on The View that uh, on Saturday Night Live, they had a line where, where she she was sitting there and she said well as the only daughter at this table <laughs> that's funny that's funny it was the, you know I what they should do wrote that line wrote a great line that that is that is funny but you know what you could you could replace any actress uh with you could just have a balloon gently gently releasing air going for megan mccain because that's what yeah. she sounds like anymore. Just like air slowly escaping a balloon in a whiny sound. Yeah, well, she asked Klobuchar to please be respectful to all of us and learn, leave my fa- father's legacy and memory out of presidential politics, which is kind of hard because her father's legacy includes presidential politics. Uh, yeah. And, you know, sort of, doesn't he? Just a he little bit. To do it. Just a little bit. A little yeah, a little and um, uh, the the Klobuchar, can't, Klobuchar campaign, uh, you know, said you know they have deep respect for the McCain family, but she wasn't being disrespectful. She was re- relating an anecdote that happened. 
Yeah. It happens. You don't own every aspect of your father's personal life. I'm sorry. Exactly. He was famous. It's like, okay, um, all right, well, Priscilla Presley says, uh, and I'm sorry, I'm not trying to compare Elvis to John McCain. I'm just saying, you know, put it in this context. Another famous person, Priscilla Presley says, okay, my father's old bandmates, you are not allowed to talk about what you did with him. Leave his name out of music talk. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's nonsense. He never ate cheeseburgers. Ever. Yeah. Or hamburgers. Um, yeah, but uh, well, here I, I'd like to play this clip for the only daughter ever, uh, yeah, Megan McCain. Ever. It's the, the only daughter at this table. Yeah, the <laughs> the only daughter to ever exist out there. Uh, you know, sorry Michelle, sorry Rain, sorry Cat, sorry Heather, uh, sorry Francie. You you were never daughters. Uh, you know, only Megan McCain. <laughs> Um, and, uh, here's, uh, uh, Anderson Cooper with, uh, uh, no, no. Was it, uh, was it her? Yeah. Hold on a second. I got to find it. No, no. I'm sorry. Jake Tapper, Jake Tapper. Uh, two months ago, Jake Tapper, uh, was talking to Amy Klobuchar after Trump attacked John McCain. Can you believe it was only two months ago? It was only two months ago, and of course, this is right after the the uh, the New Zealand uh, white nationalist uh, slaughtered all the innocent Muslim people, you know. And because Trump couldn't be bothered to mention the terror attack, but was hunky dory attacking McCain, and there was Amy Klobuchar to step up. To defend John McCain. Uh, lastly, Senator, uh, the U.S. ambassador to New Zealand, Scott Brown, just told me that he has not spoken to President Trump in the wake of the terror attacks. But the president has found time uh, in the last few days to attack the late Senator John McCain on Twitter uh, twice in the, just the last uh, day or so, personally attacking him by saying that McCain was last in his class in Annapolis, talking about, quote, stains against uh, John McCain's record. I know you and Senator McCain were close. He's obviously not with us anymore, so he can't defend himself. What's your reaction? This is just another outrageous action by the president. John McCain was a war hero. He served our country well, and he died. And the courage he showed in life was matched when he was in that cell for five years in Vietnam as a prisoner of war, was matched by the courage he showed us when he died. And the fact that the president would be now attacking John McCain for things like turning over a report to the FBI, which was, of course, the right thing to do, for things like serving our country. I I cannot even express. I I think back to when I saw John McCain the last time in his ranch. Uh, My husband and I went there to see him and Cindy, and the words he pointed to me are the words that Donald Trump should remember. And those are words from his book where he said, because he couldn't speak very well, Mm -hmm. there is nothing more liberating than fighting for a cause larger than yourself. That's because John believed in America. And John believed, as I believe, that when a tragedy happens like in New Zealand, you do all you can to reach out to that country, and you do all you can to stand up for this simple belief that people are different in our country, but we are all part of a greater America. And the president chose to take the different road. That's not what they want to hear here Mm -hmm. in Iowa. I spent all day here yesterday, and I can tell you they didn't like how we reacted um, to that horrible murder. And I'm going to see them again today at the 
parade in Cedar Rapids and in cafes all over this state. Mm-hmm. And they are decent people that want expect a president to behave decently when things go wrong. Amen. Amen. Amy Klobuchar. Mm-hmm. My number is one pick only only <laughs> speaking well, and I, I, I can yes. get behind that. I can get behind that too. Um, let's not forget how uh, uh, she went after Kavanaugh too. Do you, oh. do you like beer? Yeah, do you, do you like beer? Um. Uh, so to, to the daughter of an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking asshole. Um, but yeah, so so Amy Klobuchar, what is she doing? She is simply relating her knowledge as a professional. One of her fellow, one of her colleagues, one of her fellow senators. She is out there defending John McCain and reiterate, reiterating stories she has from him. I'm sure... It when Megan, uh, you know, I'm sure Megan McCain had no problem with uh, what Amy Klobuchar said, you know, in March of this year. But apparently, I don't know. Oh, oh, leave my daddy out of this when you know you you mention exactly what he said during the uh, inauguration. I'm sorry, well, Megan forgets. McCain, but fuck off. Yeah, she forgets that that. Uh she say presidential politics well just because amy klobuchar is running for president doesn't mean she's always speaking as a candidate for president no she's just relating what 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 she heard on that platform that day she was speaking as a senator and a decent american and and a patriot and yeah and and as a colleague of john mccain's Mm -hmm. you know i think everybody in whatever walk of life you are wherever you work you have a different relationship with your coworkers than mm-hmm. you do with your family, and yeah. in in inevitably you spend so much time at work that there's things that happen at work that your family never knows. Oh, absolutely! Relationships, relationships you have with people, uh, which are part of of the brotherhood of what you do, the sisterhood of what you do. Mm-hmm. You know your day to day activity in the office and your work and family. Your work yeah, family, your family, right? Uh, because you know, like it or not, unless you are, unless you work in a job that makes you utterly miserable, you have to commiserate on one de- with one degree or another. Unless you're Ted Cruz, <laughs> so, yeah. And, um, and Heather, Heather, Heather in the chat brings up a good point. Amy Klobuchar and McCain were friends. They worked together closely on legislation. Hmm. These two really did what all the other politicians talk about. They reached across the aisle to each other many, many yeah. times on bills, and 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 they were able to get things done. I thought and, you, you know, met. Whether you uh, agree with McCain uh-huh. or agree with Klobuchar, whether you're conservative or liberal, the fact is that at some point you got to advance the ball down the field. I thought and you were going to say. Yeah, I thought you were going to say Heather brought up a good point in the chat by saying Megan's an asshole. Um, oh, but <laughs> but uh, I think Rain, Rain, you're back with us now. I am back. Welcome back, sister. Back. And <laughs> hi, thank you. 
And and when we were talking about how Amy and John mm-hmm. work together, I think that's really amazing. And I think yeah. that when Bacon McCain said, by trying to say to Amy Klobuchar, take my father's name out of your face, means that she doesn't agree that uh, Republicans and Democrats should work together anymore. I, I you know what was, I think you're right. I think you're right. I think that um, uh, I don't think that Megan McCain has the integrity of her father, just like John McCain's alleged best friend Lindsey Graham. Yeah, I mean Megan McCain used to. I, I don't. All right, I'm just going to put this out there. I don't like her anymore. I've said this before. Yeah. I'm going to say it again. I'm, I'm I over don't like her. when women are judged by who they marry. Because I was judged by who I married. But she has changed since she got married to, you know, that, that Federalist dude. Wacko. She's Wacko, changed. Wacko tobacco. You know, I'd like to see I'd like to see Megan put out her, you know, no hate campaign picture again. Oh yeah, please, please do that. Do you remember so, when she was a moderate like her father? Yeah, or, I do. Or live up to the speech she gave at his funeral. Yeah. Where is she now? Yeah. How dare she go after Amy Klobuchar for saying that, you know, I sat next to, to McCain at, at Trump's inauguration. Yeah, because guess what? She did. And guess what? He said what she said. Yes. And Amy yes. Klobuchar is uh, uh, Amy Klobuchar is not going to apologize. She her her well, campaign to apologize her for. campaign put out a statement saying, "And we're not we're not sorry for for reiterating a very important statement that the late senator made." But it's really it's really important. I I don't know if it was you or Joe who said it. You know, this is something that she said on behalf of her friend john mccain yeah and guess what megan mccain wasn't there yeah you don't own inauguration you don't own every moment of your family member who is a public figure you just don't that is something that your father sacrificed he sacrificed a lot for this nation and uh, and and part of what he sacrificed was um not he, he sacrificed part of his privacy and if he said that's, something that's to that's called being a politician. Yeah, by the way. exactly, exactly. So, um, but I want I want to say, you know, who uh, Megan is sounding a lot like lately is again, you know, stalwart companion of John McCain. Uh, you know, oh Trump, oh Trump, uh, he was a horrible man. He, he was a charlatan. And he 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 doxed this person. And he made a retaliation video against Trump where he put his phone in a blender or a Keurig or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, so, But Lindsey Graham, Lindsey Graham, uh, Megan is sounding a whole hell of a lot like he's she's the daughter of Lindsey Graham than she is the, the daughter of John McCain. I don't know how that works. Um, but... Um, Lindsey Graham, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm only saying that because Lindsey Graham's first lady when he was running for president was going to be his sister. So unless it's a Lannister situation, oh. I don't know how that would have worked. Just just um, remember something. <laughs> Lannister. We're going to talk about Lannister. Lindsey Graham's sister, <laughs> Lindsey Graham adopted his sister. 
Oh, that's right. Oh, God. Oh, wow. We're opening up old wounds here. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That actually was kind of a noble thing that he did. But not anymore. Yes. Nobility is gone with Lindsey Graham because here's Chris Wallace on that evil liberal bastion known as Fox News <laughs> asking uh, Lindsey Graham about uh, his comments on uh, Bill Clinton in the dangers of ignoring subpoenas. You call all of what's going on here in Washington a political circus, but you took a, a different view back when you were leading the impeachment effort against Bill Clinton back in the late 90s. At that time, right. you said that any president, and you talked specifically about Clinton and Richard Nixon, who defied uh, Congress when it came to subpoenas, was in danger of impeachment. Here you are back then. You're becoming the judge and jury. It is not your job to tell us what we need. It is your job to comply with the things we need to provide oversight over you. Okay. Question. Why is it an impeachable offense for Clinton or Nixon back then to ignore congressional subpoenas, but it's okay for President Trump to do now? I'm going to pause it right there because, boy, is this a bullshit answer. So much bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Bullshit. Here you go. Well, there's two things here. The Mueller investigation was a special counsel appointed to find out if the president committed a crime, if he colluded with the Russians, if he obstructed justice. Uh, what was Ken Starr's uh, um, uh, special counsel about? What was that about? Oh, was he, that was, he was to, to, he white was to water? find out if the fire trucks should be painted red. Uh, yeah, or, or was it? Wasn't it about uh, the 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 you know some property, some real estate? No, no. Yes. No, it had nothing to do with crime or, or corruption. No, it had to do with um, uh, fire trucks. Oh, okay. All right. What's so, he talking about? So, I mean, so really, Ken Starr. Ken Starr's not special counsel. Well, well, uh, well, whatever the terms are, because I. Uh, but anyway, so Ken Starr was looking at, you know, he wasn't looking at blue dresses. He was looking at Whitewater or whatever the fuck that was. You know, uh, yeah. uh, wasn't that what it was? And it went on for like five years. Yeah, yeah, with yeah. Whitewater and uh, of which the, of which the the the, uh, the the Clintons lost money. Mm -hmm. Swamp. And yes, yes, one one of their associates was was convicted, but they had nothing to do with that. They, in so, fact, they were victims of the whole thing. But oh my so, god. But yeah, so so anyway, so yeah, Ken Starr. I mean, because you know, Whitewater turned out to be a nothing burger. Also but Democrats. I mean, yeah. I, but uh, you know what? That that is that is one artistic piece of hair splitting. It really is. It really is. But anyway, continuing with. All right. Uh, Are we really going after Hillary Clinton's hairdo in the nineties? Well, we're going after we're going after flimsy Graham right now. So. Uh, <laughs> Let's let's continue with flip flop and flimsy. The president gave him 1.4 million do documents to Mueller. Everybody around the president was allowed to testify. So? He never claimed executive privilege. He complied, no cover up. Worked with Mueller. Mueller's the final word on this for me. So if Clinton had stiff. Uh, can star that's different what nadler's doing is trying to destroy the president and his family oh he's nadler's trying to destroy the uh, bill clinton and hillary clinton's marriage oh my and God. chelsea clinton's uh, uh uh the the family members you know 
Oh wait, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm so. Oh no, he's talking about <laughs> Jerry Nadler going after Rock. Trump and destroying his family. Is that oh, what he's talking? Or is he like, trying to hold them accountable? How Whitewater became a blowjob. Yeah. It only took five years. Yeah. So well, so wait a minute. Wait a minute. So somebody got so Whitewater from a white man. Well, well, you know, you get somebody else's DNA in your mouth, you can fake it. Uh, like on well, Fox and Friends. But it took five years to penis. go a land deal. Oh. Don't to, say penis in this house! Get out of my house! There you go. To Peroni's disease. Five yeah, and, uh, and don't forget... When I'm warning you, Mugs, don't start nothing. My rod works in the dark just as well as yours. So. <laughs> anyway. Let, let, let me continue with uh, uh, Lindsey Graham's flip-flop. Only 26 seconds left. But yeah, no, uh, Kenneth Starr, he wasn't trying to destroy Clinton's family. He just no. wanted to get to the bottom of Whitewater. If I yeah, were the president, I'd fight, fight back against this political revenge coming out of the House. Mueller was the man of the law. Mueller was an independent voice that we all trusted to be fair. I don't trust House Democrats to be fair. They're trying to redo the Mueller report. They're trying to make up other stuff. And at the end of the day, it will be political suicide for them to impeach. If I were the president, I would fight Nadler tooth and nail. I'm glad he cooperated with Mueller. That's Thank the you. difference. Fuck you. Oh, my God. Lindsey Graham. Fuck you. You fucking piece of trash. You are an inhuman piece of scum. You are a husk. You are nothing resembling human after you sold your fucking soul to the Trump cult. After all the bullshit and lies that were, were, were spread about Bill Clinton. And what did you get to? Oh, well, we got to find out if he lied about getting a blowjob now that we were going after a real estate deal. So who was trying to destroy whose family again? Maybe it was Michael Cohen who covered up for Trump and Stormy Daniels. Fucking you know, I hate these. This, I, I hate this fucking party, man. The Republican oh, yeah. Party. Yeah, and, and they deserve your hate. Like groundhogs. And 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 it's 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 funny how how Lindsey Graham. Uh, you know, the final thing is is Mueller's report. Well, obviously, you haven't read it then. Yeah, because if that's the case, you would be leading the well, charge to the final thing is it. what Bob Barr well, you know, lied about. Wait, wait, no, the final no. What he what he's saying is it, it, the final thing isn't Mueller. The final thing is Barr's lying interpretation. Yeah, of that's Mueller. what I yeah, that's what I just said. The final thing for right. Lindsey Graham is Bob Barr's lies. But there's something Bob that Barr's there's lies. something that goes right. a little deeper because Lindsey is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, he talked about, oh, special counsel and special counsel and special counsel. Yeah. What, what he is trying to, he's trying to get everybody to not pay attention to the fact that with um, Ken Starr, we had an independent counsel. And after the independent counsel, because of all this stuff, that was, you know, kicked over here to the, the curb. And and Lindsey Graham knows that independent counsel <clears throat> is why we got so much stuff about Bill Clinton. Do y'all understand? What it, you know, I'm not. 
Yeah. I'm I'm kind of distracted. I had some family stuff going. No, on. that's okay. That's okay. But but no, you're is, you're on point. You're on point. Special counsel. Special counsel is very different than independent counsel. Independent is uh, is the thing that gave. That's Star. the term. That's the term just, I screwed. He could up. just roll over everything. Yeah. And special counsel can't. And so I feel like I I kind of want to smack Lindsey Graham in the face because he knows the difference. <laughs> he knows the difference. He knows there's no difference. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, actually, there is a difference because. Star tried to destroy the Clintons as a family. Right. Yes. So he's lying. He's deflecting. And he's a dumb, big dumb hunk of shit, just like Trump. And Meghan McCain. Seriously, what a disgrace. What a fucking disgrace. Uh, She's just a little whiny baby girl. Yeah. So anyway, all right, well, we're going to go ahead and go to the break. Um, I'm sorry, I gotta cut it kind of short. We're over right now, but Rain, I'm glad you're back with us. And um, I will try and eke out one quick Mad Lib when we come back. I think I'm done with audio. And let me see, blah 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 blah. Yeah, I think we. Um, yeah, <laughs> I think we got it all. I think we got it all, folks. So uh, what we'll do is we'll come back. I'll let you guys vamp a little bit about whatever you want to, and. Uh, then uh, I'll, I'll uh, while you're doing that, I'll jot down some Mad Libs. So stay tuned, kids, after the break. Let's listen, go ahead and listen to the summertime hit by Bobber, The List, uh, on this break. And we'll be right back with more Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn up the night. The Night with Kenny Pick.
Ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course... No circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland's. Like Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland! <laughs> yeah! 
thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. And, of course, you know about Scranton, right? Ain't no party like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> worst, worst beatboxing ever. <laughs> so, and, of course, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Washington, D.C., uh, as well. And, of course, thank you, Enterprise Alabama, for the very last time. Adam Hebert uh, called our show from Enterprise. I'm so. really sorry I missed the call. Well, he might call on Friday too. Who knows? Because that'll uh, that'll be his you know his last mic check radio is next Saturday out of uh, Enterprise. So I should oh. I, I shouldn't say you know never never. And uh, but yeah, uh, so welcome back to the two of you. And also, I, I'm going to put this out there right now. To uh, we we're going to do one Mad Lib tonight. I chose a very innocent sounding Mad Lib. Okay. <laughs> so I want everybody, I, I want you to come up with the filthiest nouns and adjectives you can. Well, I let Rain and Joe talk a little bit about all the events of, you know, the news or whatever they want to talk about in a second here. But I'm about to say, I'm about to hit in the chat room. I typed out filthy nouns. When I say filthy nouns, I mean filthy nouns. When I say filthy adjectives, I mean filthy adjectives because I'm hoping that this Mad Lib will get us flagged on SoundCloud, but not banned. No, no I'm kidding. Um, uh, I don't want I don't want this show to get censored at all. But you know, where else can you do this shit? Who? What other show do you guys listen to that does Mad Libs with listener contributions? And you're asked expressly to be mm -hmm. filthy and dirty. Mm. Say, give me words you can't say on Stephanie Miller without getting, you know, the the three second delay or whatever. Give me filthy right. nouns. Give me filthy Dirty. nouns, folks. Filthy, filthy nouns. Stinky. Yeah. So uh, only one Mad Lib. So get them in quick, folks, because I'll be moving on as fast as I can to uh, <laughs> very very quickly. So uh, all right. So Rain and Joe. Go ahead uh, and, and talk about whatever you want to talk about. Rain, go ahead because you've been away for a while. No, just Joe should go. I got I got family stuff going on. Oh, well, news and wise, it's okay. Family stuff. Nobody's dead. I know that's a oh, really no. Don't worry. Bar. No, don't worry about it. Joe, Joe, uh, just sometimes, what? sometimes, sometimes <laughs> family stuff when somebody's not dead is is a bad thing, but. <laughs> I'll let that slide. Um, yeah, well, uh, you know, I, I, as I told Rain, this, this, this week, uh, the next two weeks, I have a whole two weeks, uh, a Trump-free two weeks for the next two weeks, except for this show. Because, yeah. Because, as you, you all know, I'm a, a tennis fan. I play tennis. Mm hmm And the, and for a fortnight, we will be wall-to-wall -wall flat screens in my house. The French Open, Roland wait, Garros. Wait a minute, you play you play Fortnite now? <laughs> no, no, I'm okay, just kidding. I know the uh, the, right. the, the traditional. Know you Sorry. know better than that. I do know. Yes, I wouldn't even know what Fortnite is, but I know what a Fortnite is. Mm -hmm. Two weeks, and, and uh, that's right. For those people who are not listening uh, or don't know. Um, but for a fortnight, the the French Open tennis is happening in Paris, otherwise known as Roland Garros. You know who Roland Garros was? 
a tennis player? No. Not oh. even close. He was a fighter pilot in World War One. Oh. Oh. See? And invented. You know the Gatling gun that shoots between the blades of an airplane? Bada 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 bada. Bada 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 so that so that the bullets don't cut the propeller apart. Mm-hmm. Oh. He invented that. And he was a French a French air Oh my god. My dogs are English and evidently they uh, hate the French. Um yes. So Roland Garros, which the tournament is named, um is named after him who who invented the, the, the uh the machine gun that shoots between the blades. It's actually like a, a crankshaft that times the times the bullets. Yeah. And he was a great fighter pilot of World War One. He was like the anti Red Baron. Wow. That's yes. pretty awesome. Josh. Yes. That's so I'll be watching really awesome. I'll watch the friend. There's some great and great, great, great players. And there have been some great upsets. So, see, that distracts me. Because I'm going to tell you one thing they never discuss on the Tennis Channel is Donald fucking Trump. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, didn't he get the best score ever when he played Trump in his uh, uh, shit-stained white shorts? (laughs) No. (laughs) No, that never happened. (laughs) No, that never happened. And at the end of this month (laughs) and into, into the July 4th weekend will be another fortnight at Wimbledon. And it'll be right after his visit. You know, and speaking of his visit, his visit reminds me of a song the Beatles played, uh, Mean Mr. Mustard. Did you ever hear that? <laughs> I have heard that. Is that from uh, Is that from Sergeant Pepper? Abbey Road. Abbey Road, I'm sorry. Yes. Yes. It's it's that part of that the back of Abbey Road, the second side the second side, the B side, mm-hmm. that all the songs go right into one another. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 I was thinking of the lyrics to Mean Mr. Mustard today when I was thinking that he was going to go to England and have dinner with the Queen. Because there's a line that uh, Mean Mr. Mustard sleeps in the park, shaves in the dark, trying to save paper, sleeps in a hole in the road, has a 10-pound mark up his nose. Big dirty asshole. Uh, Wait, what? No. Big dirty asshole. (laughs) (laughs) But but the second stanza goes, his sister Pam works in a shop. She never stops. She's a go-getter. Takes him out to look at the queen, only place that he's ever been. Always shouts out something obscene. And this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my... Big dirty asshole. Like that? (laughs) Such a dirty old man. (laughs) (laughs) Such a dirty old man. And I'm thinking, that's what I'm going to nickname him all the while he's in England. Mean Mr. Mustard. (laughs) Yeah, They're taking him out to see the queen. And he'll shout out something obscene. Honestly, when is his trip to England? I think it's the first week of June or something like that. So he's here now for, what, four or five days, and he's leaving again. To have dinner with the queen. God damn it. Oh, I think I found a a long-lost drop from Breaking Bad about Trump. Uh, Here we go. Listen to this. Clearly his taste in women is the same as his taste in lawyers, only the very best. 
with just the right amount of dirty. <laughs> when you have trouble like this, you don't want a criminal lawyer. Oh, yeah. You, you want, want a criminal, criminal lawyer. Criminal lawyer. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. And that's so. all. Yeah. Remember that his first criminal lawyer, Roy Cohn, was disbarred. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was a yeah, bad, and then he died. Guy. And, yeah. well, as we all do, but yeah. Oh, oh, oh seriously, oh. when the going gets tough, you don't want a criminal lawyer. Right? You want a criminal lawyer. Know what I'm saying? There you go. Criminal we know what you're saying, Jesse. Jesse, we know. Yes. Uh, so, all right. Well, good stuff. Um, our, our chat room uh, gave me the, just the appropriate amount of filthy. Uh, Wait, there's pervs in that chat room out there. I, I know. I said, all done. Thanks, pervs. Wow. Uh, I said that. Yeah, so, it's really yeah. bad. Yeah. I mean, oh, my but God. I like you this should, crew. Yeah, you should see all this. Uh, so, <laughs> all right. We ready to hit Mad Libs real quick before we uh, wrap up the show? It's a Mad Libs singular. Okay. Good to go? Yeah. Rain? I'm ready. Roof, roof. I'm here. I'm all here right. ahead to get dog out. That's all right. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get mad libs. (laughs) Oh, God bless Matt Libs. Okay, here we go. Well, I'm going to start with Rain. I need a, 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 a first name of a female conservative. Kylie, Kaylee, Sarah, um, Susanna. Wait, you want Kaylee, Sarah, Susanna? There are so many. There are so many. Let's go with, let's go with, um, Kylie. Or Kaylee? Kaylee? Like Kaylee McInerney? Yeah, Yeah, let's go with that. There are so many first names. Oh my God. There's a lot. White, white girl names. Oh God. Yeah. When you spell Lee, L- I'm sorry. When you spell Lee, L E I G H, you're so fucking white. Um, I'm going with. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, Joe, an article of clothing, plural. And remember, we're trying to fill this up. <laughs> okay. You can even go with, like, you remember that house? that was for sale that had the dungeon and stuff uh-huh, yeah, yeah you could even go with like that kind of article of clothing that, yeah that's where i was yeah that's that's where i am um uh but i, I was thinking um a chastity belt oh there we go uh okay belts and rain a relative Title of a relative. Um, aunt. incestuous relative. <laughs> what? Aunt. Well, all right, aunt. Auntie. It is auntie. 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 Okay, Joe. Last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the name of a male conservative. Oh. 
Corey Lewandowski. Ah, <laughs> uh, Lewandowski. Okay, here we go. This is our one and only Mad Lib of the evening. You guys ready for the title? What we've just done a horrible thing to? It's a terrible, this is a terrible, terrible thing we've done. (laughs) Tell me it's the Immaculate Conception. Uh, No, it's it's not quite that. That would be terrible. That would really be terrible, but I think... Yeah, this is this is this is a couple steps uh, below that. This is a terrible, be, terrible thing you've done. Well, it's that might terrible. Be afraid of Just terrible. I'm sorry. Finish your thought on the immaculate conception, Joe. I said that that might have made me afraid of lightning again. Oh yeah, yeah, you should. Uh, now this is uh, this is called new toys for kids. <laughs> And it's going to be so wildly inappropriate, it's not even funny. Well, I'm sorry. It's going to be super funny. All right, here we go. Commercial breaks during Saturday morning television programs are filled with advertisements for new toys and electronic scrotum. (laughs) That That are supposed to educate penises. Don't say penis in this house! Yep. <laughs> Get out of my house! For example, there are shitty versions of arcade games called Mario and the Cocksucker. Oh, yes. Oh. I saw that on a cartoon Saturday once. And. Yes, you saw that in the porn house. Mario and the Cocksucker. And m- mules and pink socks. Wow. 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 Dolls dolls continue to be a favorite. Today, you can find coochie dolls for boys. Oh, my God. Coochie, coochie, coochie. And, of course, the ever-popular Kaylee dolls for girls. Oh, my God. Each Kaylee doll needs hundreds of dollars worth of chastity belts and has a distended boyfriend named Corey Lewandowski. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay, wait a second. But that's almost right. That could, that could be true. Could. This all could be true. <laughs> I think it is. So, yes, if, this is plausible. Corey, wait a second. If he's distended, that means that he's just... He shit out his asshole, is what that means. He, 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 has, he has worms, is what it yeah. means. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Ooh. Yep. Oh no, distent. No, I'm sorry. Pro- prolapsed would would be uh, not distended. I don't know. Prolapsed, distended, yeah, prolapsed. whatever. Prolapsed. It's that's what happens when the balls drop, right? So or your asshole shits out of your butt. Is what happens when a ball drops? Or if you shit your asshole out of your butt. Okay, that's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, thought, I thought New Year's Eve was. What I don't know. I have no idea. All right, so, and no toy collection is complete without space toys, such as this super-powered turbo-lift douchebag in the computerized computerized robot Vagina, which is really great because it can transform into a shit bowl. (laughs) I guess. I guess it could. If you ask real nice, if you ask real nice... Um, <laughs> no, I don't want to think about it. But I guess my favorite new toy is the 
poop. <laughs> I think I think it must be the most educational toy of all toys because even my brilliant auntie can't seem to figure it out. Uh figure out what it is or how to put it together. There you go everybody. Thank you so much. Bag, bag of glass. Yeah, the, yeah can't figure out how to put together the poop. Bag so. of glass. That's what we got here. The bag of glass. We call in an expert. Well, yeah, call in an expert uh, on how to put together the 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 poop. Uh, be Donald Trump. You know. Let's God see. bless the United States. Tip top. Yeah. Wow. New toys for kids. That will get us arrested. Yeah, yeah. I want glass. <laughs> bag, bag of glass. glass. <laughs> so bag I glass. do remember bag of glass. That was a good one. So uh, yeah, that was a great one. Yeah, that was with Candace Bergen, wasn't it? And and uh, oh boy, I don't remember. I know. Well, bag of yes, glass with those Ackroyd. And um, oh. again, the, the one of the Blues Brothers. Yeah, um, Ackroyd, Dan Ackroyd. It Dan was Dan yes. Aykroyd. Yes, Dan Aykroyd and, uh, yeah. 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 Candace so, Burke. anyway. I've met him. I've met the man. Bag of glass. <laughs> so, Bag of glass. Um, glass. Do you remember when, when Eddie Murphy was on and did the Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood oh, and he had yes. the Cabbage Patch doll? And and he he had a baby doll with a knife blade sticking out of the neck. And he <laughs> yes. took a head of cabbage and he slammed it down on the knife blade. Yes, that was good too. So, <laughs> yes. um, but uh, anyway, uh, there we go. Let's go ahead and, and wrap things up right now. Good job, uh, folks! You filthy pervs in our chat, coming up like really, really just ruining childhood memories for kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did a good job, and hopefully the cops will be here in twenty minutes. So that's right. And don't worry. Uh, I got one more for you. The Donald Trump FBI. And this one time at band camp, I stuck a flute in my big dirty asshole. Yeah, that's what happened. So yeah, that hurts. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, you know, it depends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends on your defense. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, uh, let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. Thanks, everybody, uh, for hanging out with us tonight on the program. Parting shots. Uh, Joe, what do you have on the way out of the program for us? Okay, I'm pissed off, okay, about this. Because, first of all, you know, I'm a big minor league baseball fan. I go go to the Yankees minor league games. Uh, I'm a season ticket holder and all that stuff. Well... This really pissed me off. The Fresno Grizzlies I minor league baseball had a feeling. team yes. mm. aired a video in the middle of their Memorial Day doubleheader that branded the following enemies of freedom: Kim Jong Un, Fidel Castro, and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Oh yeah. God. They had to apologize Joe, for that, you. didn't they? Yeah, but you know what? That ring's empty. That's like when you, you make the big scandal on the front page that's a mistake, and then you put the apology three weeks later on page 14. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? 
it's like misplaced Obama derangement syndrome or like leftover Obama derangement syndrome against Ocasio Cortez. You always have to be suspicious of why people right wing nut nuts focus on the the brightest stars in the Democratic mm-hmm. Party because it scares them. Because she's bright, she's a woman, she's young, she's attractive, and she's charismatic. They have reality TV stars, though. They have they have they have game show hosts on their side. True, but they they got Trump. They got Pat Sajak. They got Chuck Woolery. Come on! Oh, they are so on the left wing side. (laughs) Well, let me tell you. She is receiving death threats. And what she said in response was what people don't realize is when organizations air these hateful messages, my life changes because of the flood of death threats they inspire. I have had mornings where I wake up and the first thing I do with my coffee is review photos of the men, and it's always men who want to kill me. Mm -hmm. Isn't that wonderful? Because they're puny little scumbags. This is, so our, this is our family values yeah. Republican Party. Oh, no. They, they, they never were family values. That, that was all a ruse. And uh, having the, the white nationalist game show host in chief uh, take over their party laid their ruse bare. Yeah, you know, like... like uh, and this is the party that Franklin Graham wants to have a prayer day. Mm-hmm. For Donald Trump. You oh, know, I'll, I mean, I'll I'll really. I'll pray for him. Uh, give me the date and day, and I'll uh I'll get out my well, black magic books and I'll pray. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll you know I'll, I'll stick pins in something. I I don't sure. believe that stuff, but you know I'll I'll do it if they want if they want me to. I'll I'll pray for him. I'll pray for him to uh you know. Um, I, I'm not going to say what, because again, that that could, after that Mad Libs, I'm scared of saying things <laughs> yeah. that are too objectionable, He's like you know, choke, choke on a Big Mac or anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I wouldn't be worried about that. His throat is like a foot wide, so you know, yeah, it, just slip right down. He probably there. inhales them. Yeah, he probably inhales yeah. them. Sure, he snorts anyway, them like like he used to do with Coke. Many people say anyway. Come on, sports guys. You know, like, get some class, will you? Yeah. Like, class up. Get some class up in that ass. Yeah. All right. Rain, what do you got for us uh, before we uh, run? Well, I didn't have any parting shot except to say that, uh, thanks thanks to you, Joe, it was the fucking Grizzlies from Fresno, which is the um, the Nationals farm team. That's oh, right. I've and, never and heard of them. They're lazy as fuck. <laughs> and, um, no, I'm I'm quite serious about this because I read the article. I read the article on Washington Post, and they were like, "Oh, well, we didn't we didn't um, really watch the video. We didn't, you know, source it out." And I was like, "Okay, you're all dumb as hell." So they're very clever. sorry. That was that was a you grizzly. You can keep your nationals. Bullshit thing over there in Fresno. We we here's here's my parting shot. We got enough problems going on here with the Nationals. I know, Ken. It's sports ball. 
No, that's okay. Uh, Actually, I know the official we have problems mo- I, with the Nationals here I, right oh, now. Well, hold on. I know the official motto of the Grizzlies. I actually have audio for that if you want me to play it. You want me to play it? Yeah. Here you go. <laughs> go away, Baton. There you go. So <laughs> I think it's gross that they did that. I think it's really embarrassing. <clears throat> Personally. Sorry, I'm a little flemmy. <clears throat> I think it's gross that they did that, and I think it's incredibly embarrassing that they're a farm team for the Nationals. You mm-hmm. don't have to like the Nationals, but no, they're the team that's here in Washington, D.C. So come on, guys over there in Fresno, get your shit together. Agreed. All right, I'm going to do my parting shot right now. Um, I might talk about this more on Friday, but I'm going to say white people, Stop fucking climbing Mount Everest. You will die. You stupid motherfuckers. It's not a fucking ride at Cedar Point. Stop climbing it or you will die, you dumb assholes. Stop buying oxygen tanks off the black market. Stop going to cut-rate tourist traps with Sherpas that are going to carry your dead body down the fucking mountain. Stop climbing mount everest you stupid fucking self-aggrandizing whores stop it now and on that note have a great week everybody we'll see you on friday that's it over and out rock and roll god bless america time for go to bed i'm finished goodbye we now conclude broadcast activities on behalf of the management and staff we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Woo! Ain't no party like a Scranton party, because a Scranton party don't stop. <laughs> but I'm warning you, mugs, don't stop nothing. My rod works in the dark just as well as yours. <laughs>